Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, it is 3 o'clock on a weekday afternoon, and that means it is time for Pirate Radio Live right here in downtown, uptown, all around Greenville. Clip Brock here with you. Shirley Rhodes producing today. The content junkie CJ Schaefer here as well. Chandler Honeycutt to my left inside the pirate radio studios and uh, some guests to get to on today's show as well on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington we're on 1250 9 30 you can find us online pr927fm.com and you can watch the show on facebook live and on youtube make sure you like pirate radio uh, on facebook live on facebook and then watch us every day on facebook live and subscribe to pirate radio tv on youtube for all of our fantastic videos Uh, and you can be here with us every day chiming in commenting whatever you uh, would like to talk about or have a question about also it is rage thursday we will go inside the anger management rage room in hour number two so if something is bugging you in the world of sports or in your everyday life you can uh comment on that and we'll read them here and you can join in when we rage coming up about an hour and a half from now we have some things to rage about including what happened in atlanta last night uh as boy we'll talk about it in a moment donnie kirkpatrick will join us in minutes we will recap the spring and get you ready for the fall as donnie kirkpatrick will talk qbs running backs o-line receivers tight ends and everything in between with the offensive coordinator of the pirates got that on the way coming up at about 320 ish brandon manning former pirate will join us to talk pirate baseball it is a thursday friday saturday series coming up beginning tonight six o'clock in orlando and Chandler, I believe you told me uh, before the show began that Ryder Giles will be getting the ball tonight for ECU. Is that yep. correct? Uh, according to a guy that we had on the show yesterday, Patrick Mason, I saw his tweet, and uh, Ryder Giles will go for the Pirates today. Tomorrow, it will be Cooch. All right, there you go. Uh, coming up at 4, Brandon Manning. In the 4 o'clock hour, also our Anger Management Rage Room Sesh. At 5 o'clock, Troy D will be alongside, and we'll talk to the owner of Sub Dogs, Brett Oliverio, as he'll join us on the program as Sub Dogs trying to win another Best Bar National Championship. So go ahead and get the hashtag out there on Twitter if you haven't already. Hashtag Best Bar Sub Dogs, as uh, I have got my tweet in for the day. All right, so that is what is on tab for today's program. Uh, I want to say, uh, CJ, great job last night, uh, guest hosting sports trivia at AJ McMurphy's. Uh, you ran a a smooth game, I would say. Not a lot of, uh, man, every time we have guest host and every now and then when I host, there will be complaints about answers, things like that. Didn't get a lot of that last night. 
term. I was surprised about that. Yeah. I expected something to go wrong. Even your question about the uh, cities with four major sports major sports teams and so for the for the final answer i i said oakland slash san fran because i don't really know what that area is called uh and you gave me credit what was the official answer you had for that i would have taken san francisco or the bay area which it's, is which is where oakland falls so it's confusing good. because so it's the, the san jose sharks is do they play there yep okay so it's just a lot of places yeah considered one area but anyway good job by you last night so uh wanted to give you a shout out there uh chandler you're gonna have to monitor the social media for me today uh we looks like susan deans has chimed in i wonder what she said she's staying on message she says hashtag fire Matt rule steve hill is in and he just wants to hear b pays try to say a burglary a burglary a burglary burglary i've said burglary so much now that burglary doesn't even sound right am i saying it right a burglary a burglary a burglary what's the real word burglary no it's not <laughs> no, it's, it's burglary 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 thanks b pays i know now we can't say the real word luckily shirley's here to help us out all right mm. shirley Mm-mm-mm. shirley uh-huh. back that fat truck up back it up back it up back it up back 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 it up because it is time for the david price construction countdown to kick off east carolina nc state daddy ficklin stadium to kick off the 2022 season and chandler honeycutt it will be here before you know it it will be it will, it, would, it, 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 will, it, it will be here before you know it. And in fact, let's get technical. It will be here in 142 days. 142 days until the Wolfpack come into Greenville to take on the Pirates September 3rd. Opening game of the 2022 campaign. A lot of expectation for this year's ECU football program. Uh, but a lot of people are excited about it, Clip Brock. They're going to have to wait, though. 142 days away. Subtract two days from that the party of the year is back 140 days oh, wow. till the pirate radio kickoff party here in uptown greenville at the state theater it is back folks if you didn't know we are going to have the party it's been a two-year hiatus and it is finally back and it's back at the right time because this is going to be a, a fun football season so 140 days until the kickoff party a 142 days till ECU and NC State. All that on the David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff. All right. Thank you for that, Chandler Honeycutt. The David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff brought to you by David Price Construction, run by ECU alum David Price. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large scale residential renovations and additions. You can call them today, 919-291-5532, or visit them online, davidpriceconstruction.com, for all your commercial or custom residential and building needs. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services, Patna. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you for Give that. me some noggin. Yeah, a little noggin here. Uh, so last Thursday, you weren't here, so I made a custom, custom signage. I did my own little residential work 
and made CJ a a nameplate, and he wore your hat. Oh wait, you did that? I thought CJ did that. No, I did that as host C- of the show. Yeah, we needed everyone here wearing a hard hat during this part of the show. Right. So CJ has taken it upon himself to now put that nameplate on a sombrero. And I kind of like it. I just wanted to fit in. Yeah. Yeah. You're a part of the crew, part of the work crew. So, uh, well done. Handy work there. Now, if something falls on your head, I don't know if a sombrero is going to help out that much. That's because uh, CJ stays in the office. He's not out and about in the the dangerous realms of... In the trenches? In the trenches. Yeah, in the trenches. In the trenches. Um, (laughs) But it is important to have fun at work, and you look like you're having the most fun out of all of us. You're having a fiesta. Yeah, with that hat. So, All right, 142 days away from kicking things off East Carolina and NC State. We will talk some Pirate football today on the show with Donnie Kirkpatrick, East Carolina offensive coordinator. He'll join us coming up in just a moment. All right, Chandler, it was a year ago where the Charlotte Hornets faded down the stretch. Gordon Hayward was out. They limped into their game with the Indiana Pacers and got blown out. But this year... It's a whole new year, Clip Rock. Things have changed. LaMelo, breakout season. Miles Bridges, wants a big contract, has probably earned that contract. Kelly Oubre, my guy, not going to have his final game in a Hornet uniform end in some kind of lame play-in tournament in atlanta no way there is one consistent thing from last year and that's gordon hayward's out again okay there's another consistent thing from last year too clip rock the hornets suck the hornets got their ass whooped they are an embarrassment to the sport of basketball i'm i, I mean I, has james borrego been fired yet i don't care at this point i don't if he goes, he goes. You look a little salty. I am a little salty. Captain. I, I, how do you lose by 30 every time you get in one of these big moments, these big games? I mean, this is a team that you that's in your division. The Hawks are not that good. They're not. The Hornets beat them twice in the regular season. And once again, we talked about this. They didn't have that much of a home court advantage. No. So um, there was a story that the Hornets got trapped behind a train on the way into the arena. There was a video of them walking into the arena. They were walking to it uh, because of that delay. But we're going to rehash this in our anger management rage room segment. But first of all, this is year two of LaMelo. You you get into the play-in tournament and you just get absolutely embarrassed. People are like, what is the Hornets even doing there? It's kind of like Notre Dame in the college football playoff. I mean, they I get, show up there and they, get their ass kicked. They just lay flat on their back. A lot of you people don't care about this. The problem is there are some people that, and I don't even know if trying to care is the phrase, but we'll start to follow it because it's a North Carolina team. It's easy to find on national TV. Hey, the, the playoffs are starting up. Might as well have a rooting interest. So they tune in last night and say, well, Okay, that's why I don't follow that team. Yep. They're it another just, it, Charlotte it, sports team that sucks. It just adds, you know, to the sourness of this Hornets team for like the people that you mentioned that are just wanted to say, Hey, let's let's give this Hornets team a try. Let's see what they got. Let's see what what kind of postseason magic they have. Well, guess what what folks? No magic. There's no magic. 
And then lost by 30 for the second straight year against a team. And I will say this, I don't even think Indiana should have beat us by more than 30 points they last year. They suck, too. Everybody sucks. They're in the play-in tournament for a reason. The And then Miles Bridges, uncharacteristic of what we've seen from him since entering the league, gets ejected, uh, throws his mouthpiece, trying to hit a fan that was chirping at him, which you can't do that to start with. Instead, it hits a girl. So immediately after the game in the press conference, he's apologetic. He uses the old uh, phrase that I love that is unacceptable. He, he said, "I will not accept that. He no said, one will accept it." He said it on Twitter today. He said, "Can I get someone give me this woman's contact information?" He said that last this, night. Oh, excuse me. Well, he said this is unacceptable. I mean, it's just disgusting. What a terrible end! Not just losing by 30 in the playing tournament but now you have miles bridges showing colors that we have not seen before disgusting colors just pure frustration because this is his second year into thinking okay let's get something started here and you just get slapped around this really sucks it sucks billy he's gonna get fined he probably should get suspended to start next season i would think you can't just throw stuff in the stands and hit people. And hit an innocent Especially woman. if nobody throws... If somebody threw something at him first, you still can't do it, but I would understand it more. He was just mad at, at this guy acting like a fool, waving goodbye to him, and threw a mouthpiece at him. Just a terrible, terrible way to end the season. I mean, it was already disgusting anyway with the 30-point loss. Uh, thought it would could get tight there, uh, and it seemed like every time I would look, it'd be a single digit deficit. I'd look away and participate in sports trivia, AJ's, which was like Clip said, great job last night, CJ. And then I would look back, and we were down 15 points. Then I kind of got into the game. I was like, all right, I'm just I'm just going to look later. And then I look, and we're down 25 points. So I mean, and then you have the end there with Miles Bridges. Hornet season's over. I'm done with the Hornets for this year until You're October. done with the Hornets? Until until October. Let's say you weren't done with the Hornets. What Then what? They don't play any more games. What the hell would you do? I'm done with the Hornets. <laughs> okay, you have no choice. You don't need to say that. That's just like saying I quit after I'm being fired. <laughs> <laughs> the Hornets are done with you. Yeah. They're, I know. I'm done with you. No, you're not. I'm done with you, Hornets. You, you can't break up with me. I'm breaking up with you. Um, you remember earlier this year I was done with the Hornets, and then I jumped back I, on. I had to revive you. Of course, I do that quite a bit. And look how the look how it ended. I'm done with. I my was teams positive. A lot. You were down. We went on that losing streak. You get excited about this playing tournament, which rightfully so. And then I was kind of the negative Nancy. It's a it's a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, of emotions. Rich says Borrego to the Panthers, rule to the Hornets. What could go wrong? Mm. Then I every day would be sending out the hashtag Fire Matt rule instead of susan deans uh ross says the cdc never said mouthpieces can spread covid he's got a point they did not say that i don't i have not read that so maybe he's correct so charlotte needs a big man is miles bridges a super spreader (laughs) uh the hornets need a big man what's wrong with uh plumley you want a list what's wrong with trezel you want a list look okay let's hear no no we're going to save our rage. Okay. Because yeah. I got more no, to say about it. Yeah. I got more. Like I said, we'll rehash this in that segment. 
because if we keep going it's going to i'm going to become unhinged by the way if you would like to rage about something in the sports world or in life you can chime in uh facebook live twitter uh you can call 317-1250 all right let's get a quick look at the buccaneer music hall leaderboard presented by da buck da buck buccaneer music hall got some live music going on fun times jenny asked me about it all the time <laughs> I, I feel like every time we go to commercial jenny's asking you what hey chandler you, what are you doing this today yeah. and boy and credit to jenny she is always working absolutely not non-stop grinding 24 7 so that hey thank you for your service cameron young now i've heard of cameron smith who's cameron young i have no idea don't know him he's an american he is uh leading the field american. today one round uh first round of the rbc heritage where is this at oh uh, hilton head south Carolina. oh south cac chandler yeah. made me watch this earlier today i might be raging about that next hour okay uh cameron young eight under par how about our guy harold varner the third good showing at augusta finished strong on sunday how would he come out a few days later well pretty dang good he is four under par through 12 four shots behind the leader and everybody that is ahead of harold is in for the day so he can still make up some more ground here and climb closer to the leaderboard but a great day one for harold varner the third he is tied for seventh at four under par through 12 so uh, we'll keep an eye on that he has a early tea time coming up on friday so we'll recap and talk about it with greeny and everyone uh, coming up friday on pirate radio live all right um finally want to get to this before we get to donnie kirkpatrick i've been obsessed with this since yesterday i heard it for the first and only time on the show in hour three when bryce williams was here we were playing rajay harris's interview (laughs) and there was this awkward exchange between a reporter and i don't know who it is i think i know who it is but i don't so i'm not going to say it and rajay the reporter is trying to ask about the score of the game a tie rajay doesn't quite understand him and it sounds either like an alien is coming to earth for the first time and trying to understand language or maybe a foreigner in another country it does not sound like two humans interacting interacting speaking the same language and i've played it in my mind so many times since yesterday and the first thing I did when I came in today to Pirate Radio was listen back to it. Priorities. <laughs> and listen to it over and over again. Shirley, let's hit that exchange. Ty? Hi. Ty? <laughs> I can't, Ty? I can't get Hi? it out of my head. Hi? <laughs> Ty? Ty? Hi. Ty? What is happening? Hi? We're having a normal Q&A. Rajay, how'd the line block for you today? How'd the running go? Uh, you catching the ball out of the backfield? Hi. And then in the middle of that, you have this. Ty? Hi. Ty? <laughs> what is that? Rajay's high is the funniest thing. <laughs> Hi. Ty. Hi. Ty? Hi. He didn't know what to say. The reporter said Ty the same way he said it the first time, too. He's like, Ty? Hi. Ty? And I honestly don't understand in what context this was done in the interview. That's what made it even worse. Well, instead of saying, so did you guys have a tie? He said, tie? Tie? Hi. 
Okay, I thought it was gully. I thought it was a gully washer, and according to uh, a source that was there in the media scrum, it was uh, it was our guy Gully, Eric Gullickson. So he's saying, you know, did you guys tie today? But instead of saying that, so everyone, including Rajay, would understand, all he said was the word tie. Tie? Tie? Hi. Hi. <laughs> the pause. <laughs> the best thing about it is the pause. Rajay. The pause that, that Ra- Rajay said hi. In the middle of an interview, Gully is taking time out. Oh, you know what? I never said hello to Rajay. He thinks he's saying hi. So it's not Raji, Raja, Ty, or Raja. It's Rajay. But is it Ty? Is it Ty? Hi. <laughs> I can't. So when he says hi, you would think he goes, "No, it wasn't a tie." But he just goes, "Tie." Yeah, he goes like he's on repeat, like he's a broken record. Tie, 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 hi, hi. <laughs> Rajay's hi is great. I mean, credit to him. He's trying oh to. Oh my god, there's an alien. Let's talk to it. Let's talk to it. He comes. Hi. 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 Hey, Rajay thinks he's being polite and saying hello back to Eric Gullickson. <laughs> but Gully wants to know if there was a tie. Tie? 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 Hi. 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 <laughs> or are we just rhyming words? <laughs> Bye. Sigh. Triply delicious. My. Oh, whoa, Oops, whoa, whoa. sorry. Guy. Tie. Hi. Tie. Hi. Tie. Hi. That is so strange. Uh, it's like a. It was like a glitch. Oh, man. It was a glitch. There was a glitch in the Matrix, and I heard it yesterday, and we didn't revisit it yesterday. But it's like all I could think about between six o'clock Hi. and about noon today. Hi. 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 <laughs> it is just, it's two two people learning how to interact with one another for the first time ever. It's like two babies after they're born in the. Uh, in the room they put all the babies in. What do you call that? The nursery, I guess. Ty. Ty. Hi. Hi. Ty. Ty. <laughs> Come on, say hi. I, I, say hi. I Ty. wonder if this is how Bryce and Tyler Dreyfus communicated with each other when they were little. Like in the belly. Yeah. Ty. Hi. Ty. Your name's Ty. Hi. Ty. Hi. 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 If, if he did say hi, if he did say hi, that would have been a weird way to say hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. I want to know what was going on. And I mean, it, it, could you imagine a guy with a big camera going, Ty? <laughs> hi. Hi. I, I mean, what is going on in Rajay's mind that like two seconds where he doesn't say anything? He's like, did this man just say hello hi, to me? Hi to me? Yeah, all I can think about is: Do you remember uh, the movie uh, <laughs> Finding Nemo? Yeah, I don't know if I saw it. Okay, no, no, no. well, there's a scene in the where the seagulls, the seagulls, yes, I mine, that that. mine, mine. Yeah, I'll, uh, th- for some reason it sounds like hi, mine, hi, mine. That's what it sounds like to me. Guy, sigh, <sighs> bye. That's uh, that good. I just say it, I don't know if y'all find it as all as odd as I do, but it just it kind of blows the mind. Just again, it's like it was a glitch. Two humans have had their minds erased, and they're just learning functions once again. And this is how it sounds when uh, when that happens. Hi, hi, hi. 
it's two individuals where all of a sudden their trains of thought just jump the tracks they and they're nothing. just trying to figure out how to navigate yeah, I mean, and that. And they're just saying, they're just high. using their, their vocal cords to the, put out some sound into the world. The pause. Hoping the person... Hi. Hi. <laughs> the the person will also respond back to them. In some sort of vocal manner, it's like it's like Rajay's had. You know, he was he his his mind is on football, and all of a sudden he hears hi, and all of a sudden his brain goes hi. Uh, the pause hi? is the way that Rajay says hi is the yeah. best part. Hi, of hi, <laughs> hi. Oh man! Like I'm telling hi. you. <laughs> Uh, okay. I guess we can move on. I would just like to play this for two and a half more hours, but I don't know. Probably should do something. Hi. I feel like we have, we could break it down even more than we have. Oh yeah, we could. (laughs) (laughs) We could, we could dissect this little two second, three second little piece of audio here. Uh, Cam has just sent me the highlight of the night from the Hornets game. The ball is tipped. He got a, uh, he was in Atlanta and got a shot of the opening tip off, which Mason Plumlee wins. It all went downhill from there. Who's this? Cam McEwen. Nice. Thank you, Cam. Highlight of the night was the tip. <laughs> yep. Just the tip. Just the tip. Let's take a break. We'll come back. When we return, we'll say hi. Hi. Tie? At, well, we'll ask Donnie Kirkpatrick, was there a tie? Hi. Hi. Well, hi. <laughs> tie. Hi. Tie. Hi. <laughs> Well, it's almost like I don't a, know what the hell you're saying. It's like a Will Ferrell character. Uh, hot tie, hi, <laughs> hot tie. Donnie Kirkpatrick will explain it all when we return after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show welcome back grab your amigos and head to chico's for the best mexican food and fun in greenville come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos steak and chicken fajitas burritos enchiladas acp and more follow chico's on facebook and instagram for daily updates for Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. A lot to get to, including Brett, Subdog's owner, going to join us at 5 o'clock. Troy D will be alongside. we got Brandon Manning at 4 o'clock talking Pirate Baseball and MLB. We'll also go inside the Anger Management Rage Room in the four o'clock hour but right now we will talk to the offensive coordinator of the east carolina pirates donnie kirkpatrick joining us on the pirate radio live line and coach appreciate your time as always how you doing today i'm doing great how you guys doing we're doing good and uh first things first coach we had uh, blake harrell on the brian bailey show on monday holt naylor's talked to us monday on this show and neither one knew who won the spring game and what the situation was going to be at the dinner? Who's eating steak? Who's eating beanie weenies? Was it a tie? So what was the uh, conclusion to all that when y'all met on uh, Monday evening? I, I won. That's that's it. Donnie Kirkpatrick won. Okay. 
you know that was uh, that was quite a finish, I guess. Yeah, that was uh, an interesting uh, finish to a good to a really good spring practice, and uh, everybody was happy. I'll just say that when they when they left the mill that night, there was uh, more than enough steak and shrimp and whole kind of stuff like that too. So uh, Jake Kirkendall, uh, I think, had to make some last minute preparations, pull out the magic wand, or <laughs> do something about the nine fish and the loaves or something. Yeah. And he got some extra steaks in there, but uh, yeah, we uh, he called it a tie. There you go. Everybody went home happy, I guess. I think it's the Ted Lasso influence now on American football coming with the soccer has ties. And so I hope that's not a trend. <laughs> well, I remember watching uh, college football, and I'm sure you coached in it when there were ties, Coach. You probably were coaching back then, right? Yeah, unfortunately or fortunately, I guess I should say, I am old enough to remember when we did have a few ties. And so uh, the old kiss your sister type uh, phrase was often thrown out there. But we did have a few of those. So uh, don't have those anymore. I think that's probably better. Uh, but for the spring game, I think Ty was probably the right thing. And I guess for Mike Houston, is that about the best scenario as far as your offense and defense battling each other? You want to go out there and, and put up 100 points, and Blake Harrell wants to shut you out. But for a head coach, Mike Houston, he's got to be pretty pleased, right? That uh, that shows you got a pretty complete football team when both your offense and defense are about even, right? Well, I won't, I won't totally speak for him, but I can tell from – from his reaction, I think he was very pleased. Uh, and that's the thing as a head coach, and I had a few years as that role, you, 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 it's hard to never leave happy because you're always worried about the other side of the ball or whatever. But, you know, we had a really a really competitive spring. We had three scrimmages for sure that were full scrimmages. We had another Saturday practice that was mostly a scrimmage, and they were all back and forth, and they were all very even, you know, the – the previous scrimmage, uh, the Saturday before the spring game, you know, offensively we came out like we were going to set the world on fire and scored three of the first four times, and then, you know, we couldn't sustain, you know, and then the defense kind of bowed their back and rallied back, and they actually scored it just to see how that scoring system would have worked, and I think it was a one-point difference in the Saturday before, mm. 59-58. So I think then Coach thought, well, that is a pretty competitive-type deal. We'll go with that for the spring game. Uh, that's not always the most popular decision. Most people would rather have a game like we did the the, the year before. And sure enough, this one comes down 40-40. So I guess both teams, and, and in this one it was a reverse of that. I thought, you know, defensively they got after us in the first half pretty good. We, we couldn't sustain uh, anything. You know, we missed a couple field goals. It probably would have helped us a little bit there. That's part of the game. Then the offense kind of rallied in the second half. And so I guess uh, we're, we're all pretty optimistic. We all know we still got a lot of things to work on, but I think we're optimistic that we got a chance to be pretty good next year. Donnie Kirkpatrick joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Coach, uh, another spring for Holt Naylor's as he goes into the fall as a starting quarterback for the Pirates. But what about Mason Garcia and how far has, has he come along these last few years? And and this answer today has got to be a lot different than the Navy game from a couple of years ago. If I ask you, Coach, what's your comfort level if Mason Garcia has to go in and start a game for the Pirates in 2022? Got to be a lot higher now than it was uh, two years ago, right? Yeah, it'd be off the chart different right now. Mason's uh, always had the, the natural ability and the skill, and you know that's why he was highly recruited, and that's why he got all the accolades that, that he had and all the anticipation was there. Now, the problem with that is, obviously, you have to live up to that, and sometimes you have to be patient. 
you know, if you happen to be in a situation where you're behind another guy that's pretty good too. But he really good. I'd love to play that Navy game now, you know, right. with him if he had to do it because he really has come leaps and bounds, just getting comfortable with the system and being able to take the team. And, and I thought his, his spring overall was, was really, really good. He had a little bit of a dip in there, I thought, in the second scrimmage. And I was really proud to see him bounce back after having some adversity. Um, and his, his second half the other day when he got a chance to work with the first group a little bit really showed that he is ready to be that guy when the opportunity you know presents itself. Coach, uh, Mike Houston throughout the spring really raved about the offensive line. So uh, I don't know if you could give a position group MVP. It, it might go to that group as much as Mike Houston talked about him uh, this spring. But I asked Holt Naylor's on Monday to give me an individual MVP and, and credit to him. He doesn't like to, to single out anyone, but he did give me a name. He said Josh Murphy from the receiver group really rose this spring and, and played well and by the end of it was playing with the one. So what did uh, the wide receiver Josh Murphy do to, to get those accolades from the starting quarterback, Coach? Well, you know what? He got open and he caught the ball. <laughs> and uh, that that's what they got to do. You know what I'm saying? Now, there were some things he still needs to work on, obviously, like, like blocking would come to mind. We always like to throw that back up at them when they catch a few balls. But Josh really did. We, we've known Josh has got the ability to do that. And he was a lot more comfortable this spring, and uh, you know we had a we had a lot of turnover at receiver, obviously with with Audie, you know, being done, and then Tyler preparing for the draft, and then CJ being suspended for the spring. So you know, really our top three, I guess, if you don't count Ryan Jones, weren't out there, and then Jalen Johnson, who transferred in from, from Georgia, and Macy O'Donnell, who we were really were counting on to have big springs too, both pulled hamstrings early in the spring and did not really ever return. So there were some opportunities for some guys to step up. Josh did the best job probably of that group back in the pack of, of starting to get out there, get open, catch the ball. But I do like what you were talking about. The offensive line would, would have been my vote overall. I thought it was the most improved group, obviously, on the field uh, in any position. And we're really, really excited about that because that's been a really major thing to get better up front, get some healthy bodies. And, and we still had four guys that were are, that are probably going to work in the two deep next year that weren't able to go. But our numbers are up, and they really played well throughout the deal. Uh, minus maybe the first half there a little bit. We didn't maybe do as well as we'd done in the previous spring scrimmages. But then the second half they took back over, and that, that was the difference, that how the offense was able to rally to get the tie. And it has been a position group that has dealt with injuries, and it was great to see Big Noah Henderson out there this spring. How about guys like Bailey Malovic, Rob Vanderland? Where are they right now, health-wise, Coach? Are they, they get, they're in the plans for the fall, I would imagine? Absolutely. Bailey is a little bit more ahead than Rob right now just because, I guess, the timing maybe of the injury or the, the, the severity of the, the injury. So Bailey's back up to 300 pounds. He's working hard. He's doing everything. Probably could have done a little bit in spring, but you don't want to bring a guy in there late like that and then get him hurt. So we uh, we kept him out of it. But by June, when we really start back full speed with the all-season program, he, he will be 100% back. Rob should be pretty close by, I think, July. And we're counting on both of those guys. Obviously, Bailey was the starter last year, started a lot the year before that. And lost him in the first game, so he's been out a while. But we're, we're really counting on him uh, to give us a lift there. Uh, he's going to move to left tackle right now is probably the plan, and Noah's going to take the right tackle position. And so we're excited about getting him back. And then Rob was was a, was a good addition.
condition last year, and unfortunately he went down too. But uh, we should have him back, and then we're looking to add two transfers, I think, into that two deep depth that should be here in May. And we're, Coach Shane's going to have a pretty solid group there. He's going to have a good room, and he's going to have some depth, and that's going to really be the difference, I think. Yeah, that's huge. And I, I don't need to tell you this and probably shouldn't even remind you of this, but two straight seasons, Coach, where you've lost your – tackle in week one and it was uh deontay smith a couple years ago and malavik last year and and man that's uh that's tough for teams to overcome you've had to, to deal with a little adversity on the o-line right at the start of each season here yeah it's it's been the the, the position that's been hit the hardest since we got here when we got here it was in disarray i mean they were all hurt you know we hold the first spring we looked up and the chain game was you know better than the offensive line we had in there <laughs> it was all the starters standing over there holding the chain <laughs> So uh, hopefully we get by that. It, it's been just unfortunate there, and it's been kind of a freaky deal for it to happen to our tackles. Uh, but hopefully there'll be a little bit better luck this year, and, and we'll, we'll get it going. Because you know we believe that's how you win. You win up front, and it, it's hard when you play people like Houston and and Cincinnati and these guys like Central Florida. That the defensive line is just so talented, so athletic that you better be good enough up front. Because I think when you it, it, it's been proven when when Holton has time to throw the ball he can shred you up pretty good he's put up some really really good numbers when he's had a chance and and we have two very very talented backs that have, have done a good job as well so you, you you get the thing going up front a little bit and they can really be dangerous looking at the running backs uh and and how did you balance this spring getting rajay work and getting keaton mitchell work and 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 improving them they're still very young players that could get a lot better uh but they've also done a lot of things here on the field at east carolina so how did you balance not wearing them down but also getting them work and also getting a look at guys like pop mckay and nemo squire coach what was that like with the running backs this spring well the running backs those two are great because they're gonna work their tails off every day no matter what so coach foster does a great job of of kind of keeping them ready and then trying to keep them, you know, from getting too much. But in, in all the individual and all the group, they get, you know, just like if it were were, were were the fall, they get they get plenty of work. They get all kind of full-speed work. When we got to, like, live and, and team and scrimmages like that, we, we did keep them on somewhat of a pitch count on how many times they were going to touch the ball. Uh, I don't think any one of them either got the ball more than, like, nine or ten times in any of the scrimmages. So, we would balance that. Usually the, the first offensive line would play 40 plays, and so we were able to rotate those guys. You throw in some throws in there. You throw in some catches. They'd get about 10 touches each, and that way you're able to keep them fresh. But they're also able to keep sharp and keep working on some of the things that they wanted to improve on from last year. But the spring is a good time, just like we got Mason a ton of reps and we got Ryan Stubblefield a bunch of reps, and we gave Holton just enough, I think, to, to keep his game sharp and improve. Uh, in, you, you know, we did that with, with Pop. Pop got a lot of reps, and we saw great improvement from the first of the spring and from the past in the fall to the end there where he was playing much better because we got to get that third back. I know that sounds excessive, but you're always one guy away from, from needing that guy. And so we really tried to accelerate him. Unfortunately, Nemo came in got a concussion in the fourth practice and was never was never able to return. So we did miss on that and so uh we'll have to get him called up through summer and then he'll have it'll be a really important camp in the preseason for Nemo to see if he'll be ready to, to help us next year. 
Talking to Donnie Kirkpatrick, looking around this offense, Coach, the leading receiver that is uh, currently on this roster returning from last year is the tight end, Ryan Jones. And uh, we talk a lot of tight end here because Bryce Williams joins us every Wednesday on Pirate Radio Live. He he still says, Coach, if it weren't for Justin Hardy, uh, that Bryce would have averaged about 80, 90 catches a season. He said y'all threw to Justin a little too much during his time here. Well, Bryce is a good one, and he surely did come through for us and all that. That Hardy kid wasn't bad. Yeah. I think the quarterbacks had figured that out pretty quickly, too. So I'm not sure that had anything to do with the coaching decision. <laughs> the quarterbacks figured out, throw it to Hardy, and you'll have, you'll have success right there. But we are we're very, very pleased with our tight ends. Now, Ryan, had, we, we, were, we were very careful with him. He was a little bit banged up coming into the spring. We got him some work. We pulled him some. He, I think he played maybe five plays in the spring game. You know, we, we know what he can do, and he gives us great versatility because he can play like a tight end, but he can play like a wide receiver as well. So I feel good about that. Shane Calhoun, I thought, really came on too. And Shane's played a lot from us right from the beginning, but he had a good spring. thought he had a great spring game. I think he had a lot to do with the offense playing better in the second half. And then Aaron Jarman gives us some guys. And then we moved D'Angelo. Kenny and McKinney over to from defensive uh, line to tight end to give us another big block and tight end, and he really improved I think throughout the spring as well. So we're good at tight end. We we are very inexperienced, obviously at receiver uh, right now. But like you say, Josh Murphy, Taji Hudson stepped up, had good springs. I do expect Jalen Johnson to be a major factor for us when we get him healthy back next year, and then we are going to have two additional players join us here in May that through the almighty transfer portal that uh, I think will really make us look better. And he talked about having to build up that O-line when you got here, Coach. You really built the tight end room from scratch. I mean, I think back to Xavier Smith and credit to him for being a team guy, but he went on to be a, a leading tackler for East Carolina. Before that, he's running routes at tight end and, and catching passes out of position, and you guys have now built this up to – it's not just a, a, a group you got there. It's a strength uh, for this offense, this tight end group, wouldn't you say? I, I think it may be, you know, where, where maybe our best players are uh, of the whole bit, and, and that we got a lot of good players too. But you're right, we had one tight end when we got here except for spring ball, and he had broken his wrist. And wasn't back full speed. So, uh, luckily, we had uh, we had inherited and, and then signed Jeremy Lewis from South Central High yeah. School here out of Winterville or Greenville there. And Jeremy was really had been recruited by the previous staff to play defense. And we just kind of had to not force him, but we kind of begged him, you know, whatever, <laughs> talk him in. We're going to need you to play tight end, but the reward of that will be you're going to play right away as a true freshman, and he did. And he did some nice things as a freshman. He's a tremendous competitor. He's a really talented athlete, too. And so he played and played a lot for us that, that freshman year and then got banged up a little bit and all that. And then when we did get the room, which we had intended to do, we, we wanted to have tight ends. We wanted to have the ability to play with tight ends. Uh he, he asked, could he move back over to defense? And, you know, he might be our best defense player right now, so it's been a good move for him as well. But, yeah, the, the room at tight end is good, deep, and it's really very versatile because they, they can all do a lot of different things. So I think they're hard matchups for the defense. 
Donnie Kirkpatrick joining us. Coach, speaking on the defense, Blake Harrell has done a tremendous job since coming in here, and this defense has really improved leaps and bounds. Is that something you notice day in, day out of practice that maybe it was a little easier to to move the chains on, uh, on your own defense in years past, and now they are uh, right there toe-to-toe with you offensively? You know, the first spring, it was just nobody doing anything. <laughs> Honest with you. And, and we might have come in the locker room and said, wow, okay. Coach, not sure we made a very good decision here or not, you know. Uh, it was some discouraging days that first spring, just trying to figure it out. That probably showed a little bit in that next fall. Uh, the office might have gotten a little bit ahead, I think, because of having Holton, you know, and, and, and Tyler Sneed. You know, we were able to throw the ball year one in, in some games like the SMU game, even the Cincinnati game, even though we weren't able to win those games. You know, we were able to put up some points and, and do some things. Defensively, I guess we struggled, you know, pretty much the whole year a little bit. And Blake has done it. His staff has done a great job. You know, last year uh, we could see that improvement coming. You know, you go against each other so much. You know, you know the players somewhat get sick of playing against each other a little bit. But it's very competitive. And, and you know, boy, by the time you get to the spring now, it, it, it was wild out there, you know. And, and you know, we were telling Coach, I mean, we, we're going to pull them back off. And we, when we got here, we had to throw them on to each other <laughs> to hit anybody, you know, whatever. And, you know, by the last week of spring, which usually everybody starts to get their feel of it and nobody wants to be the last guy killed in Vietnam, so they start to kind of pull off of each other a little bit, just want to get through the spring game. We're out there on a Tuesday. They're about to kill each other, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're like, Coach, we better get this spring over with because nobody's going to be healthy because these guys will go after it. Now, they'll compete. We put the ball down here now. These guys like playing football, so we, we've got a good thing going. Donnie Kirkpatrick joining us. Coach, you, you mentioned the transfer portal earlier. Uh, it can help you. It can hurt you. It, it's certainly a thing uh, that coaches have to deal with now. And ha- Have you had to change the anything in your style of coaching, the way you go about things with trying to, to keep a kid happy even though you know he's not going to be playing because it's so easy now for them to get up, leave, go somewhere else. How, how has that changed you personally uh, being a coach in college football these last few years? You know, I, I don't feel like we've changed as a staff or me personally have changed any in how we coach. We still coach the same way. And, you know, there, there are some tough times. You, you don't coach football like you coach piano. You know what I'm saying? There, there's some tough things in there, and you have to be, you know, tough kids. You got to be have tough skin. You know what I'm saying? Coaches got to have thick skin as well, and and, and it's it's the whole bit. It's it's that time of a, time of game. But I don't think our staff's ever been the staff that didn't. If if you did have to get on a player really hard, that you didn't find him first right after practice. You know, then to make sure that they know this is not a personal deal. This is we we have an interest in you. And we're trying to make you better. Where I think it's really changed is is just recruiting. Recruiting is totally different now. Uh, it's really the, the 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 team. It's like it's a professional sport now. We we run the organization a lot more like the NFL does, and meaning that everything is a one year deal now. You're you're putting together a team for next year, and it's almost you know the turnover. It's just tremendous now, which you used to have more time to develop kids and kids were more patient and, you know, you'd bring them along. And then when their last three years, two years, you know, they, they would become the stars. Now you just rebuild the team every year. And so the portal's got some good things to it because, you know, everybody should have an opportunity 
to to make a change, you know, for one reason or the other, or improve their situation. But it really has brought a lot of negative things, I think, upon uh, the sport. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays itself out over the next couple of years. No doubt, and and with that, the the NIL and all of that, and I know I've said this to Coach Houston uh, personally. I don't know if I, I've told you, but I don't know how comfortable y'all coaches are with uh, your players coming on live radio uh, like they did last season. But talking to Holton and Rajay, we had Tyler Sneed on, uh, Xavier Smith, Bruce Bivens, and DJ Ford, and uh, they could not have been better representatives uh, of East Carolina. They did an awesome job, and hopefully you guys look at that as a positive more so than a negative that we can kind of get to know these guys the fans can get to know these guys as people more so than than just football players yeah really i think we all think that's a positive now we're very fortunate here that we have great kids we have great young men you know we have a good culture here and we trust these guys and i think the more the public probably sees the Hope Nailers and the Keith Mitchells and, the, like you say, the Raji Harris. And, and there's a p- bunch more coming. Why do y'all get to know Mason a little bit more and Ryan Stubblefield and, and some of these young guys, the Josh Murphys in the world? They're, they're going to be great representatives of East Carolina University. The, the, the alumni and all the fans are going to be really, really proud of the guys that, that we have here. So I think all those things are good. I think it's good that guys can have a chance to – to make money and, and, and better their lives. And there's a lot of guys that we deal with and a lot of recruits that we deal with that, boy, you, you, you leave their homes feeling like, man, that, that, that that's a tough situation. Mm. So we're all for we're all for the kids being able to better their lives. Now, there's some negatives in, in this, too. It's, it's going to rear its head up, too, and I'm not sure how that will play out over the next couple of years either. But I guess the NCAA or whoever will figure all that out. So <laughs> it's just the most change, I think. And then you throw the pandemic in there and yeah. the extra year and then the, the, the all the restrictions that happened with the one season. You know, I've been in it too many years to, to say, but it's over 30-some. And the last two or three years have been the most drastic change and difference uh, in it. It's driving some of the older coaches, I think, maybe out of the sport. I yeah. think you see it in basketball maybe a little bit more than maybe even in football, but you know what? You, you have to you have to adapt, you know, or, or you're, you're not going to be able to survive. Uh, speaking of coaches, uh, how about an update on uh, on Davis Kirkpatrick, the old pirate fireballer? Uh, give us an update. What's he up to these days, Coach? Well, Davis is living the dream, and he uh, is the pitching coach and uh, recruiting coordinator and the assistant athletic director at Brunswick Community College. Awesome. And under Robbie Allen, who a lot of people will remember his son, who played shortstop here. Uh, great J, uh, JC uh, baseball program. They have a, a tremendous program down there. And so uh, he gets to live in eastern North Carolina in the city of Wilmington and drive down to Brunswick County every day and coach baseball. So life couldn't be much better for that young man. That's awesome. And, uh, Coach, every day we get more and more bad Daniel Snyder news, which is good for us fans. Is uh, <laughs> is your wife still holding on? Is she, has she transferred over to the commanders? Is she a commander fan, hoping Snyder gets out of there? Well, I'm not going <laughs> to divulge too much and get into too many of the personal things, but I can assure you she's still pulling for that team in Washington <laughs> when it comes football season. We are suckers for losers, Coach. We just can't. Well, you know, <laughs> First loves the Pirates, but it's yeah. every dang close second with that team in Washington. So whoever they are, whatever they're called, or whoever's running the deal, 
if she don't waver, uh, good year, bad year, she she don't waver. She's going to be there with singing hell to something. I, <laughs> she's going to be singing hell to something. Oh, man. I don't know why we, we – well, we were given that life. I was given that life by my dad, and I've stuck with it, and uh, it's just one of those things. There's some football on this weekend, Coach. Uh, Garrett McGinn, former Pirate, uh, Warren Saba. They'll be playing in the USFL. So uh, you going to flip that on and uh, watch a little football this weekend? You know I am. I, I just had, had got a. I'd kind of forgotten it, just being so busy with yeah. spring and then planning out the spring recruiting. And we're getting ready to hit the road here next week. The coaches are, which will be the first time in the spring recruiting now in about a year and a half or two years, I guess. So we got a little bit out in January, but I remember that Skip Holt is going to be playing this week. That's right, kicking off the inaugural game of this new league, and so that's exciting because uh, obviously me, me and Skip are good friends, and I had a great time working for him here and he's still a true pirate and so i'm gonna really be pulling for him and uh have you hit zay up for a loan yet how about uh that contract and what a year he had uh with the raiders he'll now be a jaguar you got justin hardy north of the border playing in the cfl so i know you uh you keep up with your former guys right yeah it's good they came by yeah. weekends ago and spoke to the team and it was it was awesome i think everybody had cold chills when he was talking robert did a really good job zay blew it away though <laughs> he's special and uh no, I didn't hit him up for a loan, but I told him lunch is on him next time. No doubt. And I don't think he, 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 he denied that. So, yeah, proud of him. I tell you what, nobody deserves it more than he does. Because I tell you what, 30-some years working in this, I've had some awesome kids, but I ain't never had one work as hard as he did or was as determined to make it as they don't yeah and that's a great story for uh for these current pirates to hear as well coach i uh, always appreciate your time man great to chat with you i would say have a great off season but like you said you're what hitting the road getting to work so it, it doesn't really stop for you does it no nah, not much about a two-week period there in july if we can make it to that we'll kick back a little bit All right. we can get a birdie birdie or two in there and get a trip to the beach but <laughs> anyhow it is what it is we love what we do and we knew it was a rattlesnake when we picked it up so you know, here we go. Well, Donnie, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you in the fall, man. Thank you so much. All right. See you, man. Thank you. All right, Donnie Kirkpatrick joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live, recapping the spring, looking ahead, talking uh, a lot of different topics there. And you, you just got to hope. And some people have seen Mason Garcia uh, play against East Carolina and likes the improvements they, they saw this spring and said he looked good uh, when they did uh, see him on Saturday. But we won't know until he, you know, faces that live fire. But it certainly sounds like he has come a long way, and hopefully, after yet another year of playing behind Hold Nailers, and I think he'll get some snaps this year, one way or the other, that uh, he'll be ready to take over the reins when Holt Nailers is gone from East Carolina. All right, let's get a break in. We'll come back. We will wrap up hour number one. Take another look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard and leaderboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. It is a crazy one in Chicago with the wind. Apparently, the Mariners have dropped three infield fly balls, and I saw one highlight. And so I flipped over to the game live, and the first play I saw was a pop-up to the White Sox second baseman who drops the ball. So it is a windy day in Chicago. It's causing for some havoc. And uh, we'll keep an eye on that with the White Sox an early lead over the Mariners in that one. And I uh, will also update you on what else is going on in Major League Baseball and with Harold Varner III when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT experts since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts. For any of your business needs, let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All righty. Chandler Honeycutt's here, and Brandon Manning has joined us in the Pirate Radio studios. Brandon, good to see you, man. Yes, good to see everybody. Like the uh, Purple Farm Bureau shirt there. That looking, is nice. Callaway. Sharp Callaway. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hit the links later, perhaps. Brandon Manning will join us to talk Pirate Baseball, some MLB, and... If you can stick around, uh, maybe join us in the rage room because you yeah. came in here like a guns bat are, out of hell. Guns are blazing. So uh, maybe some complaints from Brandon coming up in a moment. Uh, real quick, I uh, want to update everyone on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. And also the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard, which is also presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Harold Varner III is playing at the RBC Heritage. He is still four under par through 15, four shots back at the leader. So Harold has uh, played great in this first round following the Masters. And again, still has a few holes left to try to climb closer to the leader, Cameron Young, who is eight under par day one of the RBC. Brandon, how much of the Masters did you watch over the weekend? I watched a lot. I mean, I was uh, it was on in the background where everything was going on. Uh, kept up with it. Got a lot of got a lot of good buddies that are golfers, so I want to be able to have conversation with them at the next event. All right, we yep. might be one less person short uh, in our Masters draft well, next year. One less person short. Yeah, one person short next year in our Masters draft. You might have to join in. Okay, I'm there. I got it. Should we tell you the rules first? There's a bit of a dust up with Mike. Think about that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that when we we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, Also today, Major League Baseball going on. The Oakland Athletics knocked off the Rays earlier today by a final of six to three. Right now, the Mariners and White Sox. I said it wrong a moment ago. The Mariners have a lead in that one, two to one over the White Sox. A windy day in the windy city wreaking havoc have you seen any of these highlights brandon you got infielders dropping balls and just all kinds of stuff going on no i have i have not watched any baseball today um that's part of the reason i showed up today so i can get some midday baseball action with okay. clip and chandler but i just saw a dirty slider from uh Munt, and, and as soon as he struck the guy out they were like take off all your hats shirts belts everything <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make sure take your pants off your yeah. spin rate is way too high yeah, uh, you see that now when players walk off the uh, the diamond when pitchers do. Shirley, I sent a uh, DM to the Pirate Radio. Did you get that? I want to play that because last night, what a night for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Brandon, we uh, grew up watching his pop hit the ball out of the strike zone over the fence. That was kind of his thing. I think there's a highlight. One bounced one time. Yes, and hit it out, <laughs> and right? He, he hit it like 400 feet, man, <laughs> off a of bounce, which I don't think is legal. I Why not? Is, I, is it dead? No, it's legal. I, man, I don't know. I, I have to. I, I mean, they don't call the play dead if you spike one. No, I don't know. Anyway, it was impressive, <clears throat> regardless. Um, last night, Vlad Jr. four for four, three dingers, four RBI, three runs scored. Wow, uh, just a monster game. But 
the Blue Jays couldn't hold on because Giancarlo Stanton hit one to the moon. Here's John Sterling on the call last night. This Hicks. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, there it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. At the wall, caught by Tapia. Boy, Wait. I thought that was gone. How do you hit? So Stanton got close. He sent Tapia back to the wall. <laughs> it to is make the gone. Catch. And the Yankees come up just but empty. Call. That would have tied the game. Tough call for John Sterling. So the Yankees get one run on two hits. He's a veteran. One. I hate to make uh, make fun of the uh, the old man, but he does that way too much. You got to pump up the crowd listening to you. I, but you don't want to lie to him. Yeah, you don't want to let, let him down. He had a game tying home run in the bottom of the eighth. I mean, ha- hashtag fake news a little bit. That <laughs> I mean, I, you know, y'all are in the news. That y'all y'all are ninety nine percent correct most of the time, but there's that one percent where something happens. You know what? You're right. Pirates are going twelve and zero in football this year. ECU's about to run the table in baseball and make and uh, host a regional, and everything is going great. And that is a high fly ball, and it is gone, but caught. How many of those do you want me to agree to? Look, if you think it's fine to just pump our audience full of fluff, then I'll do that. I'll be a puppet. Do you know me? I've been Mr. Positive Baseball this year. I know you I, are. I have, but uh-huh. it's, it's it's wearing on me. <laughs> you're wearing thin. Yeah. One another no, series. Not wearing thin. Uh, you, you're looking all right. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Shirley, take us to break. We'll come back. We'll talk some pirate baseball with Brandon. Look at the UCF series, which begins uh, a couple hours from now, as East Carolina will take on the UCF Knights got that and some major league baseball talk and will rage coming up later on an hour or two more to go after this you're listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by beauty bar metaspa do you want to get rid of wrinkles tighten and lift your skin smooth your skin texture erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair are you interested in botox or filler visit beautybarmetaspa.com to set up a free consultation now back to the show Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at piratewear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, we got a Mariners dinger. It is 3-1 Seattle over Chicago. The White Sox in the seventh inning. Windy day in the Windy City on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. All right, we'll talk some baseball real quick. Uh, Brandon has had a day. He has worked. We'll consider this play, but we appreciate him joining us. And also, uh, looked at some turkeys early morning, right, Brandon? Yeah, I took my son. They were out of school today. He's been wanting to go. Uh, took my son turkey hunting this morning couldn't seal the deal again um sometimes i can't compete when the guy's got you know three girls hard to make them come my way a little bit oh yeah why would he hang out with you when he's got that going on exactly exactly Um, college so you said first of all bryce williams yesterday was a little unclear on shooting a hen he thought you could do it a certain time of the year but not in the spring what are the rules on that we don't have fall turkeys season anymore around here um we used to it stopped seven eight nine ten years ago something like that but you can shoot a bearded hen in the spring so the bearded lady at the circus that's right you can that's shoot right her 
Yes. Turkey tears in turkey form. Yes. Also, the Strut Masters that was last weekend. Yes, sir. Great All time. Right. I'm trying to figure. So this is uh, this is a huge deal. You said you got professionals coming over all over the place. Yeah. There's a. Uh, everybody knows what Real Tree is. Uh, Real Tree sends a lot of like the camouflage brand. Real yeah, Tree. yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of their guys hunting it every year. Michael Waddell, uh, Cole Pepper. Um, you got guys, Nate Hosey, guys that hunt on TV professional all around the country are coming in to North Carolina, invited in, and it's done pretty well. There's there's guys for that were definitely out of the state of North Carolina. Like I said, the guy who finished first, I think, was from New York. A freaking Yankee comes down yeah. and wins it. Shame yes. on y'all Southerners for letting that happen, by the way. They're hunters. They're rednecks up there. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I am ignorant on this, Brandon, so I'll <laughs> – I was kind of thinking you're all like you have a designated area to hunt. Everybody hunts there, but you said it's spread out. How far? So it's the whole state of North Carolina. It's just like it's set up sort of like the Big Rock. All right. Okay. You, you have so like, it's an open. You area. have like lines out of the water. Bam. Yeah. Okay. So you have to be everybody. You could shot in an Asheville at nine o'clock in the morning. As long as you are back in Snow Hill or that Lizzie. Was be my question. By five thirty, tagged and. You know, okay, so it's just like going back to the dock, and that's right. Okay, so this dude from New York or people that come in pros, where are they finding the land? Like, who do they, do they have to so talk beforehand um, to somebody? I guess a lot of a lot of your TV guys, they're getting um, they either have a connection to a connection to a local, um, or they're getting set up um, by um, a lot of the sponsors have land. You know, yeah. when it comes to like Carolina Caliber um Minji's, um those guys they, they they make a connection so they can come down here everybody everybody is helping everybody out to try to promote turkey hunting and promote their brand all right i think that's all my questions you said you had a relative that finished pretty strong this year yeah, right? i had um cousin mike did very well uh he's a, he's actually a local realtor uh he did tremendously well um he he got enough money to buy me a nice christmas present next year so good be great how about this year that's what next christmas week. i don't know all right fair enough call me out cool <laughs> see, what, see what you get for christmas uh-uh. maybe next year chandler you're getting spot up like yours is bumped up a little bit now just you know there's a lot of this that goes on in the show M- molly the other day i'm out completely <laughs> and then cj rose ahead of chandler in the power rankings now brandon's got chandler rising above me everybody's kind of scratching and clawing for their spot with our guests here well now cj needs to be careful because that could be a fake bait there well and i think what he needs to do is just not say anything and as he pulls, <laughs> as he pulls the microphone to his mouth but smartly pushes it away well done cj all right, Brandon Pirates, two series in the books, two series wins. You want some sweeps? I I, I want some home sweeps. Home home sweeps make us better if we, you know if we don't have a shot at hosting, fine. But home sweeps put us in a better spot. We don't have to travel all around the world too. You have to worry about it. There's a difference between being a four seed in you know California Pullman. and a two yeah two seed somewhere on the East Coast. I was trying to think of Corvallis, Oregon State's but i couldn't corvallis corvallis oregon uh why did we not get the sweep why could we not touch cameron by on sunday i mean that guy has like a 0.25 era it's not just why is he pitching on sunday don't know (laughs) don't know um but uh i mean that guy he was mixing it up he was hitting spots he was also getting some questionable you know the, the greg maddox outside corner so to speak 
But when you hit your spots consistently, 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 and then a then a guy is going to take a third strike, you're probably going to get that call mm-hmm. in his spot. So, I mean, that guy was good. Hats off to him. I mean, we hit we barreled up a few, and when we barreled him up, I mean, they had Lane Hoover, Hoover played bright. Lane Hoover two nice line drives. Left fielder didn't have to move. Yeah, on two. So I mean, you put Lane on base, things happen for us, and they had him play just right. Um, let's see. Uh, and we said we sent a message or two on uh, Sunday. Something you said was repeated by the players uh, on Monday when they came in here. They said they were behind in the count a lot, like just attacking early on, getting ahead, and then you know that obviously makes it tough on a hitter. That's right. I mean, you can't. You've got as a hitter, you've got to fight to get him. Well, early in the game, you want that guy to throw a lot of pitches. If he's that good. You need to get him up, foul some balls off, pound some balls, you know, out of play. That's some quick some half innings on Sunday. We, we, man, that was a, a quick, a very quick six innings. Yeah. And then it was just like, man, we're back to our, you know, pitch count right. or our pitch clock, so to speak. So, I mean, it, I think we sort of had a backwards game in it that we started taking pitches late in the game as opposed to taking pitches early in the game. And, and if it had been, you know, me or I'm sure Coach Gowan would have loved to have not seen so many. 1-0 swings or first pitch breaking ball swings and stuff like that but I mean you, you hate not to make them aggressive too because that's one thing you, you got to have you got to be aggressive on the baseball field uh, well came back out on Tuesday picked up a road win against Elon to, speaking of pitching great pitching all around for East Carolina CJ Mayhew maybe the, the star out of the group two innings four strikeouts but Pirates used a lot of arms and all of them uh, including the kid making his debut, uh, looked pretty good on the mound. All of us, that was something we needed. Um, and, and I really, you know, there needs to be other people stepping up. CJ throws a lot of innings, a lot of days, and later on in the year, we're going to need him to be – when you go to a, a weekend series or a, a regional or something like that, you're going to need that guy that can come in and throw four, five, six, seven, eight or that those stretch of innings for you something goes wrong and if he's dead tired in the year from throwing five days a week man it's gonna be it's gonna be hard yeah i, I guess and kind of saw that creep into the uh the major league game yesterday with clayton kershaw well i tell you what let's stick to uh ecu I, I, i'm sorry because that's another conversation i, I want to ask you about that uh josh moylan four for four on tuesday you just hope uh that keeps on rolling so Josh is the, probably the most important bat in the lineup to me. When he's hitting, they have to pitch to everybody else. He's also right now like hit. He hit eighth the other day. Yeah. Well, you're going to see fastballs down there because what do you walk that guy and then the top of the order's coming up? Nah, you 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 put a guy down there seven eight hole that's that may be struggling, maybe not be doing his best. You put him down there, let him see some fastballs, let him barrel some balls up, and then oh my lord, got my confidence back. He can put him where he's supposed to be hitting and not balls in. And uh, yeah, I wonder, have they put out a lineup yet, Chandler? Have you seen one? All we know right now is Ryder Giles uh, going to be on the mound again, who Brandon gave East Carolina, what, seven innings of work on Friday night? I mean, what kind of world are we living in where I, Ryder Giles is your uh, your Friday night starter and, and pitching great? Pitching great. So it used to be that was the that was the uh, the deal on Ryder. He couldn't only go. That was what everybody said. He can only go through the lineup one time. Right, and then they'll figure it out. And then they figure it out. No, they're they're not. <laughs> Dude's dude's balling out there. He's also I mean, the strikeout numbers are up. Like it's 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 wild. Well, it was funny. The uh, I think it was Bryson said the other day, um, maybe on here or maybe after the game. He said that 
he he may be only throwing 83, but because of how he throws it and when he throws that 83, it looks like it's 93. I mean, and you, you look at how many times Greg Maddox sawed off a bat because his 85-mile-an-hour fastball got in on somebody's hands too quick. I mean, there, there's guys that pitch backwards like that, and it works for him, and he's, he's done a tremendous job. Pirates Knights coming up 6 o'clock. Uh, what's your expectations for this road series, Brandon? Mm, I don't know much about UCF. I mean, I, I know they're a Florida team. I know the weather down there is pretty good. Orlando is in Florida. Florida has good weather. Um, I'm fact-checking you and saying Well, I mean, but right. it rains a lot. Okay. But we don't like to talk about the weather. That's true. Um, <laughs> good call. Every time. It's got to happen. Yeah. I don't here. care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Uh, and and just looking at, it, I think they have, a, I think they have one like very very dominant weekend pitcher. I forgot his name. Um, I don't. Even, for all I know, he pitches on Sunday too. Who knows? But uh, I, I do not think we should have a problem winning this series. UCF currently stands overall twenty one and twelve, and in the conference they're five and one, so they're off to a pretty good start. I kind of like they're ahead of East Carolina in the standings. Gives us something to to chase. Well, go we're, after. We're supposed to have that chip on our shoulder. Doesn't yeah. when ECU plays best. All right, uh, can you hang out one more second? Sure. Uh, thank you for your enthusiasm. Sure. sure. Brandon Manning here. Uh, John Moody uh, says the guy who won it, uh, I'm assuming he's talking about Strutmasters once again, the guy who won it hinges through a buddy of mine. Is that a word? You know? Yeah. Okay. Hinges through a buddy of mine who runs a hunting outfielder at Outfitter Guide Service. John, that sounds like a fake story. Let's take a break. Wow. I don't believe Jeez. a single word of that. Ah, Mostly because I couldn't read it correctly. So, uh, what does hinges mean? Hinges. Uh, he. My gets, decision he on if this is real hinges upon. He gets the land through one of John Moody's good buddies, who is a outfielder or a professional hunter. He takes people hunting for. So this guy had like untouched right. land to go hunt on. He had the easy birds. All right, John. I believe your story. Thanks, John. Let's take a time out. We'll come back. We need to rage. We're gonna rage when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Oh, my God. Welcome back into Pirate Radio Live. Sorry, Shirley. Never heard skillet. A lot going on in here. Troy was talking about all his hair again. So if for folks it gets thick on the sides and back. We I have to keep it cut. We know. Yeah. All right, Troy D., welcome. Hey, good to see you guys. How are you? Uh, Ty? Well, Ty? Hi? Hi. Ty? Hi? Hi? Ty? Hi? Hi. I do agree with Shirley earlier. It does sound like, what was that Disney movie? Nemo? Oh, Nemo. Yeah, Finding Nemo. Yeah. Yeah. Mine? 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 Hi? Hi? Mine? Mine? Weird deal. Oh, yeah. I was there. I was right in the middle. And he had his camera. This is our buddy from ITN. Gully. Yeah, Gully. Um, 
And he start, I think that's how it started. No, it didn't. Oh, it didn't. It was in the middle way? of the in the middle? Okay. I remember him going. That makes it even weirder. I remember him going tie and then like looking at him from behind. And then. and then. <laughs> All right, that makes it even weirder. If he t- and, then he's, and then he tie? looks again and he goes, tie? <laughs> like phrasing a question, man. Let's make it like Jeopardy. What do you think about this tie? How and Rajay was trying to be polite. Like, Hi? Oh, what? Huh? It was kind of weird, though. Ty? Good stuff. All right. What was Ra- what was Rajay's reaction? Like hi, <laughs> his face. I didn't see the yeah, I didn't see I, the video clip. I, I, I think he like, smiled and was like, "Hi, uh, hi." You know what? We should start saying hi to the guys before we interview. Yeah, hi, hi, or, or say tie. <laughs> oh boy! But it did. I did get lost in translation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what we say in the business. Very uh, awkward mm-hmm. exchange there. Yeah. Brandon, you guys. Uh, I'd expect that out of a uh, former media member. Which one? You know. Ty? Yeah, no, just a kind of weird interaction in questions. Ty? Hi? Uh, OTM. Uh, so not Tyler Feldman. No, 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 no. I was no. talking about Ty. No, our old buddy Mark. Yeah, well. Like, there was always sure. weird interactions. A little sometimes. bit for sure. He would have come up with something way better than Ty. I don't know what, but. Now, a little bit. Now, a tie for sure in terms of a now, tie. Is that when you uh, both scored the same amount of points a little bit, kind of for sure? In terms of 40 to 40. <laughs> All right, let's get to enough chuckling, yeah, enough laughing. Let's get mad. Let's get, mad. Let's get angry. I cooked up for Thanksgiving here. <laughs> hey, Better prepare myself. <laughs> Put on the hard hat, Troy D, because it's time to rage. This is my first rage room. It's work. Well, Make welcome. It- can I read the freaking ad? Came in here just for this. Read it! Ass clowns. Is work making you furious? Are the kids making your blood boil? Does your ex have you seeing red? <laughs> There's a way to release that anger, and it's right here in Greenville. I did not write this copy, by the way. <laughs> These are right out of the Troy D. Playbook no, here. I had nothing to do with this. Ellerby man. pissed them off. The kids made them mad. <laughs> Uh, there is a way to release that anger, folks. Let your next therapy session be at Anger Management Rage Room. Where's it at, Chan Man? It is on Clark Street right here in downtown Greenville, right walking distance from the studio. I wish it was closer. Well, it's not closer, Clip Rock. All right. Uh, it's Greenville's premier rage room at Anger Management. You can smash, bash, and destroy inanimate objects in a specially designed rage room that gives you space to vent in ways that could create trouble in the outside I, world. I got a tour of the place the other day, and I think not only do they have stuff, Champ, but I think you bring some of your own stuff in. Bring your own too. stuff. You have an old. So, like, if you got. Old TV. Yeah, old TV, you can smash it. If Computer, it, keyboard. I think you can even, like, glass bottles and stuff. Those are fun. Like, where can you just bust up glass bottles at? But there's you know? no shooting of those things. It is just... No, like you, you, like, just it. smash against the wall, the That's ground, concrete. I should have Bats. Yeah, you bring they bats have, in. They have bats Baseball bats, bats softball they bats. Do, they provide all that stuff. But I'm saying if there's some specialty items you would like to bring in, you could do that in addition. Bring a picture of your ex and, like, put it on the TV that you brought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. Anger, M G M T. Why are we talking about eggs so much? Have you considered visiting the anger room, Chandler? Yes. Anger, M G M T N C dot com. Book your therapy session today. Brandon, you came in here seeing red. Yes, I did. Why were you so angry about freaking people in the, out there? If you look, if you're going to drive in your country roads and come out there where some of us live, all right. When you, the speed limit is 55. Who's okay? us? Country Some of us folk? live in the country. Okay. I mean, I, I was just trying to clarify. I mean, I, I, I live outside people. the city limits, okay? You, you people. You, no, us people. All right. So here we are driving today. 
It's 55 mile an hour zone. You're going 45. Yeah. So what? Okay. People, they could be farmers driving stuff. So old. Old. But guess what? There's two lanes in the freaking road. Allow yeah. me to pass. Do not straddle the yellow line. Get your ass down the road or get out of my way. So this is a two-lane road. This is a two what, are yes. you talking about two-lane divide a highway? Yes, or just county a, home road. Okay. This was county I'm home I'm going to rage about you. Oh. Well, that's oh. funny because I got one about you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> a double rager. Why oh, man. Uh, Brandon is saying it's okay if you drive slow, but drive slow properly. Move, you know, let... That's not let, even safe. Let someone pass. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Get out of my way. Thank you, Brandon, for raging. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Chandler, what do you... It's got? Easter weekends. Can you settle down a little bit? <laughs> not in this segment. We're raging. <laughs> No time for happiness. Kyle Bush. Nobody can see it, Brandon. Oh, you know what? Yeah. That's starting to piss me off. Yeah, no situational awareness. When Every time studio, you come in here, you're commenting on what's happening on the TV. Nobody's watching this freaking game. Yeah. Idiot. You, 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 you can make comments. They're either sorry. listening to this show or they're watching this show. They don't know what's going on on the monitor here. So have some situational awareness and pay attention and act like you've been here before. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like this rage room. Chandler. You know what makes me mad, Clip Brock? Your battery running low and your computer about that to cut off? That makes me so mad! What else? Because now I have to get my ass up and go and plug it in right over there. But i tell you what makes me mad. You post a score. Makes, makes you matter. You post a score. Yeah. Losing by 30 yeah. in a play-in tournament yeah. last year. For motivation, it's up there all year long. Oh, man, we're going to do much better this year. All year long, it's sitting there. Every practice that you have, it's sitting there. It's a daily reminder of the ass-whooping that you took last year. We're going to do better this year. No, the hell you're not. You lose again by 30. I'm talking about the Charlotte Hornets clip, Brock. You lose by more points than you lost by a year ago. So what are they going to do? They're going to take that score and post it up on the practice facility next year and watch it next year, make the play-in tournament, and then lose by 50? Is that Russell Westbrook? That's my rage for the day. I'm already starting to sweat. What do you got? If I have to see Mason Plumley mm. shoot one more left-handed free throw, I'm going to take my gun. Oh, my God. And I'm going to blow Chandler's brain out. <laughs> my God. I don't want to kill myself, but I and I you love Chandler. You will sacrifice Chandler. Chandler is my confidant. I consider him a friend. And that tells you how serious this is, yeah. that I would shoot Chandler in the head if I see one more left-handed Mason Plumley free throw. In addition <laughs> to raging, I think you just got put on some kind of list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a watch list. So, Mason... That's a threat to me on live radio. It should tell you how much I love you, that I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to kill you. Mm. <laughs> I love you, too. Hey. Good job. Hey, a, enough of the love you. Way to be we, that guy on the team. All right, Troy D. I did not. I just looked at the way, video. Go ahead. Troy, a uh, professional rager in his past, has mellowed a bit. I have mellowed. But you still got some rage in there. There's still... I can, I, that fuse can be lit. <laughs> I would like to say, I, I just looked at our video that we have on youtube and facebook great color combination for easter here the the purple the the orange the lime green the white it really looks good it it's very we look like an easter egg, on, a bunch of easter eggs. <laughs> on the video i'm like wow this is really that is, like color wise this is perfect for easter weekend oh my gosh 
does. That doesn't make me rage. That makes me happy. And that's not the time to be talking about this, is What it? makes you rage, Troy D? I'll tell you what makes me rage. When we have a team member clip that I don't want to mention, oh, that I'm not going to say his name. He's pointing his finger. At who? Who? Chandler. Yeah, you can say it. I'm not going to okay. say it. <laughs> Chandler. That wants to put out there our social media story that's already been posted by our team. And the only reason he saw the story is because he was on the Pirate Radio Facebook page reading it going, oh, man, we should get this out there. I'm like, well, what's the story? What page are you on? I'm reading it on Pirate Radio's page. (laughs) It was posted two hours ago. And this numb bleep wants to post it out there again like it's original content. (laughs) Pay attention, son. Get your head in the game. Situational awareness, coach. God, you I mentioned mean, it earlier. I've always said Chandler has an old soul. He's also an old man when it comes to social media. <laughs> yeah. Like when Glenn will put up videos on our burner, our old account, yeah. our dead account, to make sure our main account doesn't get flagged. Yeah. Chandler doesn't understand that concept. Right. You're like an old man when it comes to this stuff. Do you have a granddaughter that can help you out with your Facebook? <laughs> I just might. With your face space? Come on. Pick it up. You know, it was just a, a, a lack of situational awareness. I, I was sitting there. I said, Shirley, I said, you, I've got a great story here with Harold Varner III, Dustin Johnson. They're at the RBC tournament this uh, this week in Hilton Head, South Carolina. It's a great story. We should put it up there. Shirley says, where did you get it from? I go and look. It's Pirate Radio. There you go. Yeah. You heard I it admit, here first. But I, now I'm going to throw you under the bus. Just like the other day, we were wanting to see a tweet from J.J. Reddick. We're trying to look, and we're looking like, where is that tweet? I look and say, Clip Rock. You're looking at Josh Reddick. Okay, I made a mistake. Look it up your damn self. Losers. Do something yourself. I wasn't interested. Let me give a shout-out, too, to Jonathan Ellerby, that moron, <laughs> who says this and is jerk. the only time of the year you can buy jelly beans. God, that was one of the dumbest comments of all time. That might be the stupidest yeah. thing. And I stood by it when I asked him about it. I was like, he sticks kidding. to it. You were kidding about it. No, no. I, really, jelly beans is a seasonal item. I'm like, seasonal item? That's like saying popcorn's a seasonal they item. They have Halloween <laughs> jelly beans. They sell it year freaking. Around. Valentine. Every every like, month of every There's a Halloween store at most freaking like at you, you Myrtle can get Beach. Jelly beans Halloween just jelly like you can store. get Kit Kats any time of year. Happy jelly bean season, idiot. What a moron. Uh Shirley great CJ. Hair, he does. Great He's hair. got some good hair. Great hair. I got two things. I'm going to piggyback one off of Brandon, now, which is hold the uh, Oh. Hell whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy whoa. on the rage on rage crime in there. One yeah, at, at first time. I said I didn't have anything to rage about. Shit, but I got two? I got two. Why One, which is Sunday drivers, please drive on Sunday. If you're going to drive on Sunday, don't, don't, don't come out and drive on a Tuesday afternoon when Shirley has somewhere to go. That's number one. Number two, hold on, i got to start the music so, over sounds again. Sounds like a lot like your complaint. And yeah. number two, she said it was Chandler, I'm going to bleep uh, or, on you. We're just taking mine. This yeah. today... Since today's rage room seems to be everybody crap on Chandler Day, I'm going to rage on you, which is all week you have been bucking up to me and running your mouth. You need to know your role, stay in your lane, and remember who the hell you sit next to 90% of the time on this side of the glass. Understood. Wow. wow. Understood. Is she even, she's sort of I don't drive. know. No wonder he's been in here a what lot. Do you, Shirley, define at? buck up. What does that mean? What do you? What happened? I think I she's know. done. She can't drop it. She threw it and then propped her feet up. 
I'm scared. Oh, I want to know more about this. I'm not stepping my ass in that damn What room. a boss move. All right, CJ, what do you got? I would like to rage about sports, and I think you guys would too. Why Why would you pull Clayton Kershaw when he's got a perfect game going? Yeah, that was stupid. 23 perfect games in the history of baseball, and you pull him? I think we're going to have another rage All right. Brandon Manning. We have a rage on top no, of that no, rage. We have a rage off. Not going to rage. How many? Uh, go look this stat up there, young man. How many perfect games oh. get broke, uh, broken up in the 7th, 8th, and ninth innings historically? But uh, how it, old it is he? 34 yeah. years wait old? Wait gets broken up, then pull Not 34. He is old and abused, coming off an injury plagued. Let it ride. Year. Let him go. Also, has not picked up a baseball until January and didn't have spring uh, break. I don't want to hear it. Start That's like year. a horse in the Kentucky Derby with the lead going into the final turn. Oh, pull up, pull up. We don't want him to go that far he might hurt himself that's stupid let him finish the game if his he gets, pitch count was low too alright alright look and, and here's my thing let him finish until he gets a hit if someone no, hits I'm, on I'm, him I'm, I'm okay if with that he's pitching a perfect okay game let that. it ride but don't get so mad at somebody who's had <laughs> or I'm, I'm not 100% sure I think he's had Tommy John before once before he was coming off an injury plate into his last year he hasn't pitched at all this spring he got a two week late start due to the holdout there was a lot of things that went into that. I mean, you look at, all right, good good tweet right here. I'm going to read this tweet out. Clayton Kershaw getting pulled from a perfect game through seven innings is ultimately good for the game of youth baseball. How many youth coaches oh, and families just saw God, a big league team pitcher's health, arm care, and pitch count above else? Dude, that guy's given everything. He's a Hall of Fame pitcher no matter what. Do you think, think he wanted to come out of the game? I no, in that situation, none of us are going to want to come out of the game. No, he, anybody with he was not himself. upset about it, but he was not upset because well, he knew he that's was on what a pitch he count. Said. That's but what I will he say said. This, he was Dylan. He was like old school. Dylan who? Uh, I don't know. Dylan Brooks. Maybe. Okay. Um, See, I don't think this is good for what? the game because you, like I said, this is <laughs> twenty-three perfect games in the history of baseball. Would it have been better for just, the game if you he just, pitched a perfect game? Yes. Yeah, would have got, got a lot of attention. This got a lot of attention. I mean, he's got everything else you want in right. the game. This is so. He, this that is was so your important. son. What did you want him to pitch? This a perfect is so game? important to baseball that when you have a perfect game, it goes <laughs> on your bust. Count. It goes on your bust in the Hall of Fame. You does you he already have a perfect game? No, he's never had one. He has a no hitter. No hitter. Can we can we look that stat up? Anyway, I'm going to say he does not have a perfect all right, game. He might have but, a no-hitter, but, but he, he doesn't If he have throws a perfect, a perfect game. game and then his arm is just dead tired and done for weeks on end, and they lose five more games after that because he can't ever get back, what does that say? We're putting that one game. What if, what if, what if? All right, what if he stayed in? Your what if against my what if. It's a what if off. If, if the queen had you-know-what, she'd be king. But could she throw a perfect game? Wow. And more, that has more, been more jewels. The anger management rage room. Rage on. Thank you for raging today. It does feel good to kind of get some screaming out, some yells yeah. out. I don't know if I like out. this thing anymore. I was, I was uh, targeted twice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anger management. Angermgmtnc.com. Book your therapy session today right here in Greenville, North Carolina. There could be a lot of anger management at Subdogs tonight if they don't win another national championship. Mm. We'll find out tonight. Brett is going to join me, owner of Subdogs and YouTube clip at 5 o'clock today. So I, oh, up. I can join you too? Yes, in Thanks, 15 man. minutes. <laughs> Thanks well, for letting the, be here. Thanks for letting the host. Well, I was just you. trying. I was, I was saying, I'll stick around. It's Brett's also, also going to be called the Drive at 5 again. <laughs> it was live. Live, live at 5. <laughs> I don't know. It was so long ago, the show. <laughs> and by the way, for those of you that don't think, you know, well, do, do they actually do it? We put a tweet out there this weekend. 
if you tweeted hashtag best bar sup dogs, we were going to pick one of the winners that replied to our tweet and pay $250 to. And our winners are in the studio, and I'm going to be paying them off in just a few moments. We're, we're talking so. about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, situational awareness. They can hear you out there. Uh, they may not be able to hear us. <laughs> All right, Troy D. We'll so see. That's uh, a pretty good day's work for one tweet. Yeah, two hundred fifty yeah. bucks. I think got so. a lot of uh, got a lot of uh, traction off of that tweet. A lot of traction. A lot of traction. Yeah, Brandon. Thanks for hanging out. Yes, sir. Anytime. All right, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Brandon right. Manning, Farm Bureau Insurance. You can call Brandon if you need to schedule a review. Get a free quote. Five three one one eight one two. He is the sponsor of our ECU baseball recap. All right, Troy, we'll uh, talk to you in a few minutes. All right, sounds good. Wrap up the hour when we return, get you updated on how HV3 finished his first round at the RBC, playing some great golf. We'll talk about that when we return after this. To hour two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, mark your calendars on April 23rd. Christie's Europub is celebrating 20 years of business, and they want you to help celebrate by coming out to Christie's for a full day of drinks food and fun come and enjoy live music from the still shakers mac and juice and david dixon party starts at 12 and for menu items drink specials or more information be sure to check out their website at christie's europub.com now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip rock david dixon i'm raging against david dixon for him putting together a one night only band called one night stand and defeating my band the lads back in battle of the bands when we were in high school at the attic back in the day so one final rage there but kudos to david dixon great musician missed the attic uh never went in my life <laughs> before my time I, I was there a couple of times to see chairman of the board how very josh graham of you to say that i miss it one thing that really bugs me and the, like Here's my top 10 North Carolina uh, Duke games of all time. Number one, 1954. <laughs> Number two, 1967. You didn't see those games. Why did you sound like Vince McMahon? I don't know, damn it. He's far. <laughs> Harold Varner III, minus four today in round one at the RBC. So good news. He played great. He's tied for ninth. Bad news. Cameron Young lit it up as uh, he is minus eight and will be the leader heading into Friday. But HV3 putting together good round after good round after good round and uh, got himself in a nice, uh, nice spot to get another good payday, make the cut, play into Saturday and Sunday. So shout out to uh, Harold. Yeah. and uh, Oh, I forgot to rage about you making me watch golf earlier today. You can give rage about it right now. I think you – did you – so I, I was all in last Thursday, Friday, remember? Yeah. So did you think I was like all of a sudden a golf fan? No, I was into it like two days last week. I don't care what still, you're into or not. I, you I don't just, care what I'm into. No, all I, right. No, look, I just wanted to watch, listen. I wanted to watch live sports with you. Okay. I wanted to bond with you. <laughs> I wanted to watch golf. There is a guy named Harold Varner the Third. 
that's playing in this golf tournament. Okay. And I thought maybe we can get a glimpse so did of we? Harold. Did we? We didn't. And I'm going to rage <laughs> about that because you. I didn't see one speck of Harold one today. One speck. Yeah. Hide, 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 nor hair. But no, I, I just was like, hey, let's let's watch something. <laughs> okay, well, like I, people say, hey, let's watch a movie. Yeah, there might be a movie that girlfriend, wife, whatever friend puts on that you don't want to watch. All right, well, we're not that a, movie. But you do to be that RBC Heritage today. But you watch that movie with that special someone, and you hoping it with me, hoping it leads to something else. You're doing it for a reason. I have no reason to watch golf with you. None, zero, <laughs> not a one. Do you understand that? I thought you were going to do it for our friendship. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it for our relationship. Well, let's just like sit at the table. I don't want to watch golf, okay? I watch the Masters. I watch being, a major. I, I watch Harold. I don't want to watch some random ass golf tournament on a Thursday when I can't watch Harold. No, not going to do it. Whew. All right, the Mariners have a lead over the White Sox. Am I wrong here? You're being an ass. I about said it. I about said it. <laughs> you didn't say You're it. being an ass. An ass. It's <laughs> two little butt cheeks. To a guy bro. that wants to be not just your friend, not just a, a companion, but a best friend. I and just I want to be. I, I just want to bond with you over whatever. I tell you what, and and, and you know what? I, I apologize. Getting me to. I, I apologize for assuming that you wanted to watch golf. Yeah, you look a little salty. You want to? Get, I apologize. You want to get in my good graces? You want to be my best friend? You want a buddy, buddy? I'll tell you one thing not to do. One way not to go about it: watch golf on a Thursday afternoon with Davis Love the Third, some sixty-two-year-old North Carolina grad. Out there hitting balls. Does anyone that. really care? No. I didn't see Davis Love the Third at all. Well, I did because I watched it because it was on this big-ass TV in front of me because you wanted to watch. So you had me turn it on and weren't even watching it. I was glimpsing at it. Man, you got, you got some nerve, kid. I'm so sorry. I like when, uh, what did Brandon call CJ? Young man. Young man. <laughs> I like that. He was like talking down to you like, Hey, young man, look this up for me. I got a stat for you, young man. That was good. That was pretty good. Uh, Mariners 5, White Sox 1 at the end of 8. Earlier today, A's beat the Rays. Hi. Ty. Hi. A. Ray. A. Hi. Hi. Ty. 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 That will always be funny to me. I uh, did. It's already starting to get old on me. Not me. I need it more, Shirley. Hit it. Ty. Hi. The pause between Ty yes. and Rajay's high. Yeah. Always. And then the confusion of the high. Yeah. Hi. I'm telling you, it's not going to get old uh, to me anyway. Coming up later tonight, the Braves are on the West Coast. They will be taking on San Diego coming up at 810. Chandler's Nationals with some life. How about this series, folks? How about you and CJ buddy up? This is worse than watching golf. The Nationals and Pirates. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's no reason to watch that. Cover your eyes. Oh, my God. Thank you uh, for not letting us watch Nationals games. By the way, how do you watch Nationals games? With his eyes closed? No, you can't watch them. Do you have Masson? I just, I mean, I'm refreshing my ESPN app. 
Right. I mean, until they play on national TV. You can, national TV. <laughs> you can do it illegally. I guess you can go to a sports bar. Yeah. The Breaker. You can go to the Breaker. But that's got to suck being a, an O's and Nats fan. I guess, like, Chad, or, by the way. But see, now, look, I'm back home. If I'm back home. Yeah. You get them on Masson. Right. I just don't have that. Like direct TV, yeah. satellite, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Chad, we do back at mom and daddy's house. Mommy and daddy. Chad says, I'm raging because my Orioles are wasting the talent of Trey Mancini, Cedric Mullins, and many others during the rebuild. Oh, God forbid we raise, we waste the talents of those guys. A couple of real Hall of Famers there, Chad. You're being a total jerk <laughs> today. I mean, oh, these guys, uh, these legends of the game, Trey Mancini and Cedric Mullins, and we're wasting the... Chad, why do you have hope at all? Just... <laughs> You know, go in hope a, for the future. Go in a five, yeah, but not this year. Go in a five-year coma. Wake up, and maybe the Orioles are half decent. So you don't put these guys in the same class as Cal Ripken. <laughs> um, so you got Brooks Robinson, the Mount Rushmore of Orioles, Jim Palmer, mm-hmm. Brady Anderson. Okay. <laughs> that one year, Brady Anderson's sideburns mm-hmm. are on Mount Rushmore, not Brady Anderson. Okay, just the sideburns. Okay. Cal Ripken, okay. Andrew Jones, Sammy Sosa. I'm pretty sure he played there for a year. I would throw Nelson Cruz up there. No room for JJ Hardy. Honestly, if I'm making a real or well, no, nah, you got to go with the legends. But like being sincere here, that Adam Jones, Markakis. Yeah, Markakis was like, there. They're yeah. on the. Uh, like oh. the side mountain. They're Did not I say on. Andrew Jones? Yeah. I meant Andrew Oh, you uh, meant Adam Jones? Adam Jones. Yeah. If there's a museum for this Mount Rushmore, they got a little, <clears throat> little keychain in the museum. There was a point there, and then, of course, he went on that Charlie Hitton 0, music. 0 for 53 streak. Chris Davis, at some point, was yeah. looking like one of you know the O's greats. And then they gave him the worst contract in, in Ever. history. Sammy Ever. Sosa was an Oriole in 2005. Put him on the Mount Rushmore. Put him on the board! Yes! yes! We'll take a timeout, come back. We got Subdogs owner Brett Oliverio joining uh, Troy D and I. Troy's going to let me stay, the host. And we'll do that in hour three. Also, make you a winner. Open up the booty bag here on a Thursday. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Take advantage of the week-long carry-out deal of all three topping pizzas for only $7.99. Order online today at dominoes.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Alrighty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday, hour three of today's show. We'll open up the booty bag coming up later on this hour and make you a winner. Troy uh, D is here. We just had a big winner drop by the studio, Troy. Winner of our uh, hashtag contest, the Subdogs, uh, Best Bar Subdogs hashtag 
and uh, had our winner come to the studio to pick up her prize. Yeah, Rylan won. It was pretty uh, pretty good prize. It was a it, if you follow us on Twitter, this was a Twitter only promotion. I think we put it out there Saturday, and all you had to do was reply to the tweet with uh, hashtag Best Bar Sup Dogs, and we picked a winner to, and they were going to get two hundred and fifty dollars clip. And uh, that hard cash. I know a lot of times you see stuff online, and hey, does that, did they really? Does anyone ever win? Did they do so? So you witnessed it. She walked out of here with two hundred fifty dollars. We also took. We'll be posting that on our uh, Twitter page soon. That's a lot of sub crushes, or in my case, smokehouse burgers. At, uh, yeah, and I always, I've always you said are consistent. It I should, am, yes. it should be sub burgers because I love the burgers more. I, I've gone that route as well. I've gone more toward the burger. Yeah, we almost sell more burgers than we do hot dogs. And that is the voice of the one and only proprietor and owner <laughs> of Sub Dogs, Brett Oliverio. You got it. <laughs> yes! You nailed it. It's only taken me 10 years to practice. Proud that. of you, Troy. Thank you. Way to go. I just call him Brett for short. And radio veteran, yeah. Brett Oliverio. Yeah, did say, you know, I, call, I did a phoner um, with the radio station I used to work at back in D.C. Those are so hard. 106.7? 1067. Yeah, they, uh, what is it, the animal or something? Uh, like the, that? Fan. the fan. The fan. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it. hard yeah. to call in and be a guest. It is. Like, do you guys do spots for other radio stations? Uh, occasionally, during football season, we'll get a call, and either Clip or myself will we'll do interviews for other stations, and maybe they're a station that covers the team that ECU's playing that week, and, yeah. and we'll do that. It's hard to do um, over the phone. This yeah, is we just better. had a 25-minute conversation with Donnie Kirkpatrick with, with him on the phone. It's so much easier to be here and not be the guy on the phone. Correct. So I see what you're saying it, there. And you can't really tell sometimes when they're done talking when the question is it's it's just it's always better to communicate in person yeah 100 percent. yeah so thanks for having me i appreciate it thanks for being here in person yeah no problem and once again sub dogs trying to win a championship yeah best college bar in america it's down to two started with 128 uh schools and bars so this is something that barstool started and they're a national media company, and yeah. a lot of our listeners will be familiar with them. This is a, something they started only on Twitter. It's a Twitter promotion, and people, it's kind of an interactive deal where they kind of take votes from across the nation. And the way you vote is you, you do a hashtag, and you, in, in your case, if you want to vote for subdogs, you have to hashtag best bar subdogs, and Correct. you just tweet that out. Yeah, and that counts as a vote. Of course, you can go buy merchandise and shirts on their thing, and it gets more votes. But if folks just want to participate like that, you know, yeah. they've got till eight o'clock tonight. It's not too late to do it. And as, as Clip said, it's down to two school. It's down to East Carolina versus uh, Miami, Ohio. Yeah, I believe. yeah. There's a place called Brick Street. It's it almost looks like a the State Theater. It's like a massive like bar music. It looks like a really cool place. I mean, totally different than what we do. Yeah. Um, but. You know, I think we're going to win. Then again, I thought we were going to win last year, and we didn't. So who knows? We'll, we'll find out today. I mean, and, the and voting stops at of, eight. Yeah, and you'll find out tonight. Yeah, and then and then it, right around you know eight fifteen, eight thirty, Barstool will announce the winner. It's a lot of national publicity for Greenville if you win it again, because as we said, Barstool's a national company. You'll get a lot of media attention out of this thing, and Greenville and ECU will get a lot of media attention. And then they, uh, I remember. The first year you won, awesome party yeah. at the State Theater. The next time you won, I think it got canceled because of yeah, COVID. Yeah, COVID. So we never really got to celebrate that one. This would be another opportunity to bring a huge party to Greenville. Yeah, I mean, Barstool, if we win, Barstool Sports is coming to throw a massive party. Um, and, you know, sort of piggybacking off what we did at Doggy Jams with Shaq, I think we'll bring some sort of celebrity DJ and just make like a huge night of it. I mean, I would love, I mean, why not? 
the last time we did it at the state theater it was like 1200 tickets it went in like a minute and a half the tickets yeah so why not uh re- reserve mingies yeah sell it out barstool sports comes huge celebrity dj one big rager but you know ec ec you can kind of contain it and and you know rein it in and uh just have an awesome event for students i, I think that'd be a lot of fun I know last time uh, cool. PFT commenter and the band came. What's yeah. the band's name? Uh, oh, yeah. Pop, 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 pop I, Punk. Yeah, they came and uh, put on a great show. Yeah, so. yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping they all come back. And yeah. I talked to Caleb Presley, who's been big lately. Oh, yeah. He wants to come. So a lot Troy's of Troy's a big fan of him. Do you know who that is, Troy? Caleb Presley. You'll know him as the former uh, morale director of UNC football. Oh, yes. I do know that. He guy. is a big deal. He's now. exploded. Yeah. Um, and so I was messaging him the other day and he said he's in for the party he so. works for who barstool yeah yeah, and, yeah. he's and, big oh yeah i remember when he they morale god what a great title <laughs> morale director can you believe that guy i That's mean incredible we, yeah. you're right i know him better as that yep uh so this will be three out of four years if it can happen uh so folks have twitter accounts you know hey get out there and support your local uh establishment here or put greenville on the map again i gotta say it's a if it happens again brett i think we're in dynasty territory here yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting for them to sort of tell us to hang it up, put us in the rafters, yeah. and, and move on, pick another bar or, or another, you know, maybe go to yeah. another university. I don't know. Last see. contest, uh, Big Cat, who's basically the number two at Barstool, yeah. said, Sub dogs can't win every year, so I'm sending my hashtag to the opposing bar. this year." And he said, I'll, I'll vote for Sub dogs next year. Uh, everybody held his feet to the fire on that. I saw a ton of tweets, and he actually did. He made good. He, he did the hashtag. So it was almost like, Brett, they're, they're tired of y'all winning. It, and it really reminds me, if you went to school in the 80s at ECU, and those of you that were with me, you know, I started in the 80s. Really, 90s was my time to shine. But in the <laughs> 80s, Playboy magazine. Now, now Chandler, let me, let me explain. There used to my be a magazine called Playboy. Chandler looks really interesting. <laughs> and before the internet, there this used to be a magazine where boys like you could go purchase if you were 18 or older to go look at pictures of naked women. So that's what Playboy was. I know some of our younger listeners don't realize that you actually yeah. had to go to a store to do that. You right. couldn't just do it on your phone. Um, but anyway, I digress. Playboy was the number one men's magazine in the country in the 80s and uh, Hugh Hefner you might have heard of him founded that in the 50s can we get to it creep this is a yeah. long not they you, started not you, before Bar- yeah thank you I was like wow <laughs> Brett I, you're an invited guest here <laughs> they started a poll of best top 10 or top 20 party schools in the country and this was long before the internet and East Carolina ranked number one obviously in the, in the 80s for, uh, eventually there was an edition that came out and it said, we are no longer ranking East Carolina. Professionals aren't included anymore. And they took East Carolina out of the rankings for Playboy's number one party I mean, school. Just, this was back in the 80s. It's so tough. So to, you are repeating history if this happens. Yeah, I mean, it's so tough to match like the energy from ECU students, especially the girls. I mean, even when Shaq comes here, like he's blown away by, I mean, he told us just the looks of the girls. That's number one. Uh, just how fun excited and just they're here to have a good time i mean obviously get a quality education but they're here to have fun and just enjoy their college experience and if you're not around that all the time like we are we sort of take it for granted yeah Shaq comes here and he sees it and he's like i'll, I'll come back anytime what an amazing crowd like he's like very few times in my life have i been able to have like such a connection with the crowd and that's due to the ecu students let's talk about that too because you put on doggy jams which was just a week or so two ago uh right in front of us here at the five points 
plaza and sold out 4,500 folks. Uh, for folks that don't know, Shaquille O'Neal DJs on the side. Oh, he yeah. goes by DJ Diesel. Puts on a fun show. Uh, how did you end up getting him here? What What was he like yeah. once you got to interact I, with him? I mean, I just sort of sent his agent videos of previous events, like with Lil John or DJ Poly D, and, um, and then you just have to pay him a lot and then be confident on the back and that you'll be able to sell the tickets or else everyone's going broke. So luckily we were able to sell the tickets. And, uh, you know, I remember his agent, when we booked him, he's like, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you. Like, you know, this isn't some like backyard frat party. And, uh, and when they came, they were impressed. They said it was first class, which it was, you know, the crowd was amazing. Um, security was tight, no arrests, no DUIs, no drinking tickets. Um, sold a ton of beer and liquor and all the, all the profits from that went to, uh, we donated to a nonprofit. So, um, I do have to thank Brett because I've met a lot of cool people really through Brett. I think about it now. Like I would, would I have ever dapped up Shaq or shaken his I saw hand that video. if it wasn't for Brett bringing him here? Brett has been would, the middleman would, would for a lot I have of ever celebrity been, friendships. Uh, my man, uh, Petey Pablo, would we have ever had a bromance? Don't forget Carter for, Cruz. Carter Cruz, I owe you to. I mean, there are so many <laughs> well, great people. What else can I do for you? I have interacted with thanks to this wonderful man right here. Well, hopefully if we win, I'll bring someone else back. Yeah. this. I mean, you do. I will say you bring some big celebrities to Greenville. You know, I'm just trying to Keep our brand little cool. John, little John. It was cool. Keep our brand cool, hip, and fun. I mean, even if they're not money makers, or we even lose a little bit, it's like, you know, how can we keep Sup Dogs, you know, cool and fun, and you know, keep people excited. Well, the last time I went to Sup Dogs, I went with I met a celebrity. I kind of went with a celebrity now, Ariel Epstein, formerly of CTI Twelve, yeah, is really on MLB well. uh, she's, Network. She's now. huge now. Yeah, I mean, she's left awesome. here without a job too. I give Ariel a lot of credit. Yeah, Le- did not have a job. Just said, I just really? need a fresh start. I'm moving back on home. a tightrope with no net. I think moved back in with her parents for a little while yeah. and had nothing. She's yeah. so nice too. Yeah. So I met I met her because she was in town. So we're there after an ECU basketball game, and we see Tristan Newton, and then we see a guy with Tristan Newton, and we find out that it's Aaron Jones, Packers yeah. running back. And I'm not, I'm not a big uh, go up get a picture guy, but I was like, where the hell am I going to see Aaron Jones the rest of my life? So I uh, go get a picture with him. But Brad, that's not you talk about bringing in celebrities for events. You'll have guys just like pop in like that, right? I mean, it's crazy. Like you know. Our staff knows to always get photos, so you just never know who's going to come in. Like Scotty McCreary's been in a bunch. Um, I'm trying to think who else. There's been a lot of like athletes. Um, I'm sort of blanking right now. But, I know a former I mean, it, uh, Washington running back that kind of has hit hard times. That yeah. <laughs> so we won't, yeah. But well, I mean, anytime someone's passing through Greenville, you know, a lot of times people tell me, "Hey, you got to go to Subdog." Yeah. So they're they're in. And they sort of show up unannounced, and I'm always like, "Get a picture." And, and I awesome. remember, you know, I've been in Greenville a while. There used to be a, a hot dog place across the street. This probably predates you. Hogan's Hot Dogs. I don't know if you, they yeah. sold. It, it used to be where the old Jersey. There used to be a Jersey Mike's location. It's been. A, I don't even know what's in there right now, but um, I remember when Subdogs first opened. I was like. A hot dog place down there? Yeah. I, I mean, and LRB still ri- reminds me of this all the time. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. I mean, it's, you know, they're not cubbies. They're not this. They're not that. But I would got to give you guys credit. It's, it's so much more than just yeah, a hot dog place. That. It's become, you know, really a destination, yeah. almost a tourist uh, attraction. In Troy many said ways. the same about Facebook and, and Twitter, too. I know. All these fans. Email, cell phone. Yeah, I know. Work. So I'm not I mean, always I, perfect I, on these things. But I will say. You like that Larry David commercial. <laughs> yeah, I know. This, it, I, 
it's not the kiss of death. It's if I am against it early, you're, yeah. you're doomed for greatness. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we really um, compete with like other bars or restaurants because no one's like, hey, are we going to Sup Dogs or Still Life tonight? Like, it, it that's not. No, if can, anything, you bring people down and then they go other places. Yeah, and they bounce, I, I they come in, they leave, they come. It's, you're good it's, for the economy down yeah, here. It, I think you complement all these other places down here. But I was going to say, for folks that don't know, it was started by your brother. Yeah. Um, and Shaq referred to the, talked about this. I thought it was yeah, a very was emotional cool. uh, part of the show where he referenced your brother. You were in the radio business. Yeah. You've been on this show before we talked about it, but there are a lot of new people might be tuning in for the first time. You were in sports radio. You were, yeah. you were producing. For 10 years. Up there for the uh, for the fan up yes, in D.C. For the you, show called The Sports Junkies. You, you were uh, the Clip Brock of Washington, D.C., perhaps, up there. It was Just, fun. Did some stuff on, on air. I did a little bit of TV stuff for the Redskins back when it was the Redskins. Your, your brother was killed tragically in a fire yeah. here uh, many, many years ago. Coming and, home from Sup Dogs on like a random Thursday night. Yeah, and... Uh, it was very i remember when that hit the news it was just very sad and uh i, I didn't know what the future of that place was i was yeah. like well I, they had a good run and you came down to help handle the estate and kind of yeah. got involved you'd never been in the restaurant no. business i mean my wife had and, you know worked in restaurants just waiting tables and stuff but but that's I, yeah you i kind of i'm glad it. i didn't know man i mean it's just the hardest worst toughest business of all that's time. what i say about radio <laughs> Dude, i mean there's a lot of similarities between i mean you got to like in restaurants, you have to not care about money or making money, similar to radio. Yeah. I mean, you can make some money, but it you, it takes a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, the marketing aspects, similar with radio. Uh, and uh, you just kind of have to enjoy operating a business, which, I mean, I don't, I'm not passionate for, like, food. I, I don't really know anything about cooking or recipes, or I'm not a chef. But, like, mm-hmm. I do have a passion for trying to operate a, a successful business. Um and well, then, and uh, I think the marketing side you've brought a lot to. Uh, yeah, and it's fun. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy how doing you that. run it is 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 excellent. And I think too, your brother was successful. I think you've taken it at a whole other level. You know, you've added multiple locations now, looking yeah. at other places, uh, the events that you've brought. You know, I, I think he'd be looking down and is probably very proud of. of yeah, you. heck yeah. And you know, the weird part about meeting Shaq, like when he was in the room, um, you know, he was doing his thing, trying to figure out, you know, on his computer, trying to figure out his DJ set, and he's like. Hey, Britt, it's the first time I talked to him. I shook his hand and said, thanks for coming. And he's like, you know, I, I, I want to talk to you. I heard about your brother. I watched your story. My sister just died uh, right before COVID started. And he started, we started talking about like the grieving process and, and you know, when things get better. He, he said things have not gotten better for him. Like it was a weird, normally I'm just like, Hey man, can I get a picture or have an autograph? Yeah. Like this conversation with Shaq, the fact that he cared about our story and then we had this sort of two minute conversation was cool and a little different, weird, but uh, but something I appreciated. And then it was his idea to reference my brother on stage, which was cool. My dad was there, my whole family was there. And so, you know, that day's always pretty emotional for us. And yeah. uh, it was cool of Shaq to do that. He seems like such a nice guy. You and everything hear you hear about, about it, yeah. and now it's confirmed with everybody. That, you know, my interaction was very limited, but you got to spend as much time with him as anybody. And he just seemed like, you know, I remember you telling me, I mean, he's got, they, his handlers have a lot of rules. Yeah. You know, they've got all these restrictions. But then once he gets here, it's up to him to decide. But man, he. He was uh, loved it. It seemed like, and was very. Uh, I don't want to say accessible, but yeah, I was willing shocked. to. You know, normally those guys like, talk to as many people as possible. Yeah, and he didn't travel with a ton of security. Um, you know, there were a ton of people trying to get to him. A lot yeah. of people like, hey, you know, here's my book. Here's my. Uh, you know, everyone's got some sort of uh, 
business they want to yeah. get in his Or they hand. want a signature. They want a picture. He is on a lot yeah. of commercials, so maybe yeah, they think he'll know. Know. Maybe it works. But yeah. Yeah. He, uh, like, Can you sign my Icy Hot? Do you, yeah. do you know what the most random thing someone asked me to give to him? And it's pretty cool, actually. Have you heard of the movie The Notebook? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. based on a book. John Grissom. Uh, I don't think it's John Grisham. Didn't he write the notebook? No, it's a notebook's like some love story romance. It's the other. It's the Sparks. Carolina oh, guy, uh, right? Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. Yeah, I get Nicholas Sparks. He's the guy in Newburn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so who did I say? John Grisham. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, Nicholas Sparks. I get those two guys mixed so up. So he signed a book and somehow got it to me to get in the hands of Shaq. So it's like just there was a lot of situations like that. So. Which is cool. Um, so the guy wanted you to give Shaq a, a signed, signed book Nicholas of the Sparks notebook. Book. Yeah. A Nicholas Sparks. What was Shaq's book? reaction to that? Who did it? I just, <laughs> I just, just kind of left it for him. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, it's up to movie. him if he's going to take it or. Yeah. yeah. But you know, so, <laughs> movie had terrible. <laughs> so, but if you could get to him, which a lot of people could if you were in the room, then he was just the best guy. Yeah. So when was he supposed to originally come? 2020, and he guess what? We paid him in full. His full fee, right before COVID hit. COVID hits. I read the contract. He could have kept the money. I was going to say, were you worried at all? That's a two-year span. Well, I was worried because everyone wanted refunds, and we had all the money out for him, so I was yeah. getting double whammied. Man. And then I was worried he wasn't going to come back, yeah. and I'd have to issue more refunds. And he just luckily and, and kept by the contract, it. he could have said, "Sorry, easy, you're Man, out." Man, that good on him then. Yeah, to come back here, and yeah. he, he flew private. Uh, it came in a couple hours early, did the show, flew out after, was home for dinner. I mean, what a life. I watched him on TV the night before, I guess in Atlanta. Is that where they do the, the Turner, the inside, the NBA or whatever? So, yeah, that's where he lives. Yeah. So, so he, he lives. Oh, I was wondering where he lives. Like, yeah. Called home. Yeah. yeah. But um, did we get his son to commit to ECU basketball, by the way? Someone came up to me the other day and was like, hey, I've been talking to an insider with ECU Athletics. We hear his son's considering ECU. <laughs> wow, man, that would be awesome. Would what be a awesome. I don't think it's true. <laughs> nah, How I cool would that be? An O'Neill uniform for ECU. But I tell you what, if if there, if he goes to his dad for advice, his dad will give oh, ECU a, a lot of That's a fun school. So we can yeah. credit the girls of ECU <laughs> yeah. for yeah. bringing him in. Yeah. <laughs> what a recruiting trip. Yeah, I mean... We need, and I, we, I was joking with someone. We need that video that you put out. It's like the welcome video to ECU, like for these athletes. Hey, what's ECU like? Well, take a look at this. <laughs> Here you go. I mean, there's part of that. I mean, look, everyone gets a good education, but the starting quarterback seems to hang out there every now and then. Holton, yeah, yeah. he's in a lot. Although the football team was practicing during doggy jams, which stinks for them. You know, I wish oh, they all. Yeah. yeah. She did have Mike Houston like he open came out. The crowd. Baseball Welcome team was on the road because we talked to them every week. They were kind of bummed out that they were uh, playing baseball during yeah. doggy jam. So, well, hopefully, if we win the best college bar in America, we can uh, just throw a huge celebration at Minji's. Yeah, I don't or, even know. Or, if, or, I, what I mean, about I'm doing just, out here. Yeah, I would love to do it out here, but you know, there's so many city balls in there at the city. Yeah. Um, and he, but he, you know, doing something with ECU probably be t- just as tough as well. So we might just go back to the state theater. But I yeah. want as many people. That was a cool venue. Yeah, but it's only twelve hundred people, and yeah. and you know, the whole university is voting for us. I want us to all get together and yeah. and celebrate this. I mean, it's not just a win for us; it's a win for the university and the city. Yeah. I see you at just about every basketball game, and uh, you got your sub crushes in uh, Dowdy Ficklin. So uh, it looks like a pretty good relationship. With yeah, I mean, I, I, sitting courtside for basketball. It, it blows me away how yeah. talented our players are. And keep in mind, we were, what, picked to finish last in the conference. Like, yeah. it's, we're not, like, we're decent Division One basketball 
but the players, even when it's ECU versus like uh, Tulane, like the, the it gives you an appreciation. They're unbelievably skilled. Yeah. It's crazy, to, and I love going sitting courtside at the basketball games. Now, Brett, what's the status for tonight? Because the voting goes till eight p.m. And then uh, I'm hearing, and you, I think you were the one that mentioned 30 to 45 minutes. They're going to announce it, I guess, on Barstool's Twitter page, the winner. Yeah. Um, I remember last time it was quite a scene at your place. Like It should be the same. Celebrating. I imagine you're going to have a, a huge crowd at Subdogs tonight. Yeah, I think it's going to be, there'll be a ton of people there waiting to see if we win. I mean, hopefully the rooftop doesn't rain. The rooftop will be open. So. Kind of like Selection Sunday when the team yeah. is awaiting to Dude, see that, it. That's exactly right. what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, everyone's just refreshing Twitter. <laughs> but it was a bad feeling last year. Everyone's hyped, you know, having a couple drinks, feeling good. It's a big letdown if you don't And you refresh it. Twitter and you lose. Yeah. But, and the news crews are going to be there. Yeah. But look, like it, like a, you know, like a... Uh, just like the Super Bowl, you got to face the media, win or lose. So that's what we plan to do. Do you send all the championship t-shirts to a third world country? <laughs> no, like here's the, uh... I swear I can show you. We designed a championship t-shirt. They asked me to design a championship t-shirt with them. So I'm going back and forth with Barstool. I'm like, well, then we're going to win. They're not going to spend this time oh, to right. design if we're not going to win. Designed a championship t-shirt, lost. Ah, yeah. And just finished designing one today, so. They got to be uh, any contingency. Yeah. So they have two shirts ready to go. And look, say what you want about Barstool, the critics. It's a legit, professionally run company. All the people I've dealt with are super buttoned up. Um, But when they come here, the party's going to be... <laughs> Nuts. Brianna chicken fries coming back. She was a little dirty uh, with her language, I've heard from, you know, people. And you know me, I'm not Mr. You know, clean all the time. But Dude, she's 23-year-old. She yeah. parties. I got a, I got a text from uh, one of our servers at like four in the morning. Brett, I'm with Brianna at the body shop. <laughs> There's no Lyft or Uber drivers. <laughs> We're stuck. And I had a personal driver. I'm not saying for, they could have called Troy D, but they could have called Troy D. They had a per, there was a personal driver. I had a personal driver for it. I'm like, where did he go? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, call up me. Maybe the driver will pick you guys so up. They were stuck know. at a establishment for what they five. They getting their car repaired? The body shop? Yeah. Is that what? Yeah, that? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Is that place still open? Oh, man. And uh, and, years. and on Barstool, it's like anything. Like, you can't just look at something black and white. Like, we've had on our show, Mincy uh, yeah, from yeah. Barstool and Jeff Nadeau did some stuff with him. Yeah. We have him on a lot. But, like, they have some people I like, some I don't like. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm it's saying? It's a big organization. Yeah. How'd they get home? <laughs> we need the end of the story. I, yeah. No, I texted. So, the next morning, I'm like, what happened? She goes, we slept there. What? I'm like, are you kidding oh me? My oh, God. my God. And then she wrote me back. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> uh, randomly, an Uber popped up on the screen. That's yeah. hilarious. Wow. But then she got on her plane, went back to work, and, you know. Yeah. The old overnight stay at the body shop. Yeah. That's, wow. uh, I was listening to a podcast from Brianna. She doesn't do paid TikToks, but she said if she, I guess because of her relationship with Barstool, she said if she did, her fee would be $40,000 for one TikTok. Are you serious? crazy how much money Lord. there is out there wow that's sad to make one tiktok 40 g's that's incredible it's depressing it's crazy right yeah yeah and there's companies they, that'll pay it but how do they make their money back on that eyeballs views i mean look if you want eight million people to see your product you gotta pay i'll do one for four thousand <laughs> <laughs> one dollar bob much less all right 
All right. What else? Let people know how to vote. Yeah. So, time, so look, if you have Twitter, you know anyone that has Twitter, just jump on there and just type out hashtag best bar sup dogs. If you're interested in maybe buying a shirt, we get extra votes, sweatshirt, t-shirt, all that, you know, they were designed by us in Barstool. Uh, our links are all over our social media pages. Just pick one up. Um, and, uh, you know, I really appreciate the support. And we'll know today, tonight, in just a couple hours, if we're going to win this well, good thing. Good luck. I'm almost Thank nervous you. for you. Like, because I don't like... I know how much fun it'll be. Dude, I know, I know. So I'm like, oh, this will be great. You know, a great publicity for and then, Greenville and ECU. And the cool part is the, the, the national championship celebration will happen in the next two, three weeks. That quickly. Cool. Oh, wow. That's a quick turnaround. Wow. The semester ends, you know, May 9th or something. Yeah. Man, you guys aren't monkeying around. And you'll be there, right, Troy? Uh, you can count me <laughs> in, brother. Just make sure I got that VIP. As long VIP as you're introducing them to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had Mr. Beast there last time. He was. Dude, that he's, was even, so, he's so famous now, though. He's almost blown up since then. Like, he was a big deal then, but no, I, there were still people that didn't know who he was. Now I mean, he's, he's, the, he's, he's the like, biggest internet star in the world. It's unbelievable how much he's He's, he's up there up. with, like, the Kardashians. It's crazy, I mean, but you're right. Famous, really, really famous. Yeah. If you could somehow set up a like five to ten second chat with PFT with me, I would appreciate that. I was. I'd like to talk his, to uh, uh, the press. I'd, I'd love to talk to Portnoy. You know, I don't know how accessible if he would come. It down wouldn't shock here. me if he came. No, I just like to get a one on one with him. I think if PFT be a good comes, hundred percent, he would come and do an interview. I and honestly, I Caleb think, Presley said he's coming. So we could. That'd be cool to talk to him. I know you're going to roll your eyes at this, but I do think, like, if, if I ever met David Portnoy, we'd probably have a connection and be friends. I know, friends. Troy. You think you, you say that, yeah. Well, it's true. But, and if you I think know. about how many of these guys I meet through Brett, we, we do become friends. Like, when given I'm the opportunity. I'm happy for you. How do you want me to say I'm it? just saying, I could probably be, you know, a, a Barstool guy with him if he wanted it. <laughs> I think you you're holding really... me back here, Clip, is what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> Good. I'm happy you feel that way about yourself. It's good to have self confidence. Yeah. No, I just think we'd we'd probably have a good time hanging out. I know. We need to move this on. <laughs> Let's move along. Take Troy him to, D. Take him to Atlantic Beach. Good fake yeah. friends with Dave Portnoy. <laughs> yeah, I, he would be one of my best fake friends. <laughs> All right. Good. There's no Perfect. doubt about it. Fred, good luck. Thank you guys. Good luck, I, brother. I really appreciate the support. Yeah. You guys, you guys uh, do a great job. Great partners here with us in Uptown Greenville. You do a lot of stuff, too, people don't know about behind the scenes to help better Uptown Greenville and, and Greenville. So let me just say just thank you. Trying to do our part. Yep. Thank you. All right. Uh, we'll take a time out. I'll tell you what, Shirley, let's uh, make somebody a winner right now. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. 317-1250. Shirley, what are we giving away on this Thursday? How about a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's? Sounds like a plan. That would be fantastic on this Thursday evening. What caller are we looking for? I'm going to go with caller 12. Caller 12, 317-1250. Chico's can be yours if you're the lucky caller. We're back with more on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or you can 
visit them on Greenville Boulevard, Brownywood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. And congratulations to Jackie Hutcherson of Winterville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. You can enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Thank you very much, Shirley Rhodes. Chandler Honeycutt sitting right beside Shirley. They seem to be... Something went, happened earlier, as we found out, out in the rage room incident. <laughs> Watch this throw clip. This looked like something happened in the Epps baseball game the other day. Oh, no. Yeah. See, it happens oh, in Major geez. League Baseball, too. Trying to throw out the view. slow Albert pool holes, and it goes into the yeah, dugout. Yeah, he just kind of lets it get away from him. Uh, not is. a good day for Epps the other day? Is that what you were saying? No, well, we, they had a, some days they struggle. Uh, five and two on the year. Made, but made, there was a throw like that in the game that kind of st- once you have one mistake like that when it's a really close game it can kind of spiral yeah, on you it can snowball yeah i saw pirate radio recently posted something about uh skip holtz a story about him how about i just like that by the way skip will be said, said how skip had most, most of his success at east carolina and he will be coaching on tv saturday night troy d he's the debut uh yeah debut he, i, I want to say it's him and larry it is I think it is. Larry Fedora. Larry Fedora, because it's the first night of the USFL, and uh, it's based in Birmingham, so they're the host team. But that, that'll be – what time Saturday? I believe it's uh, – Seven? I'll look it up. Seven thirty, seven, something like that. I might – I'll have to see where I'm at Saturday night. But I, I believe I'm it's 7.30 on Fox, it's I want to say. It's on Fox and NBC, I, I believe. Yeah, like, yeah. like Fox, regular Fox? Regular like the, Fox. The low channel Fox, whatever yep. they call it. Uh, it will be on Fox and NBC, seven thirty on Saturday like, night. Like not no, NBC Sports. No, it's after the Tucker Carlson show. <laughs> 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 All right, Chandler, getting in some uh, jokes. Oh, well, I'm, hey, hey, I, look, I, look, I'm not trying to buck up to uh, don't Shirley touch anymore. Shirley, you're already on thin ice, buddy, as my dad used to say. <laughs> you're on thin ice, Troy. <laughs> Uh, it is on Fox and NBC. Wait, so when you say NBC, you're not talking about NBC Sports. You're talking about like the NBC of like Channel 08, like if you were had regular basic cable in the 90s. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's interesting that it's on both. They're going to roll it out there like it's a big deal and see if it sticks with people. So. Yeah. Well, you know what's going to happen. There's not a lot going on Saturday night. That they're going to get good numbers for that first game, yeah. and then it'll fall like a cliff. Like the other leagues have, like the AAF and the XFL. Yes, Remember the XFL debuted on NBC, I believe, because way back in the day. Being on two networks, you'll find it, you'll come across it by accident. Yeah, if people don't know about it. So numbers will probably be decent. <laughs> you'll flip away from it, find it again, and just be like, "Fine, <laughs> right, damn it, you got me." Yeah, I'll, yeah. See Skip uh, talking to a kicker, cracking jokes, and you'll stick with it see what happens what do you think skip will say when they interview him you know you know they'll probably do a pregame interview real quick like on the field well he was uh <laughs> he was a, well i gotta we're, we're ready to go an honor to be here he was a pirate uh, guy uh, he uh, was go bulls so what's a stallion the Birmingham. what's uh, the uh stallions stallions run forever baby <laughs> he's got to come up with a cliche yeah. right or yeah. a, a phrase stallions rule <laughs> yeah we're ready to gallop all over the larry fedoras and larry will be there with uh just chugging red bulls yeah and uh garrett mcginn by the way troy d playing for new jersey on saturday night so we'll have oh there you go another game. angle so uh larry fedora coaching the new jersey I generals make sure i got that right 
Uh, yes. And do you think he's still chugging Red Bull, or has he gone to sugar-free Red Bull? I don't know, man. He's it's a lot of Red Bull that guy used to drink. Okay, I'm wrong. He is the coach of the New Orleans Breakers. Are they playing that night? Uh, they play the following day. Oh, okay. So, so he won't be coaching. I had my team Skip. wrong. But Skip is in it, right? Uh, Skip Bur- is Birmingham. Larry will coach on Sunday at 4 o'clock. So here are the networks, Troy. Fox, NBC for the first game. NBC for the noon game on Sunday, which uh, Warren Saba, former Pirate, will be playing for the Michigan Panthers. Sunday, 4 o'clock, USA Network. Hmm. USA as in the USA? As in Up All Night? Yeah. Monday Night Raw? I used to love Up All Night when yeah. I was a kid. By the way, was Gilbert Gottfried on Yes! That? Yeah. I think he hosted it. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah so sad I saw that news yesterday. And then uh, there's a game on FS1 as well. USA has gotten into the sports arena. They have hockey, they had college basketball, and now some USFL. Yeah. There you go. Well, how you're a sports guy. How interested are you in the USFL? I'm not interested, but we'll talk about it tomorrow during our football segment, our hour uh, at 4 o'clock, I, and I'll probably – I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll tell you, I watch so little TV this time of year. I'm just trying to be outside more and do, yeah. do other things and – uh, engage with the kids and stuff. I just really TV is not on my radar. But if I am home and I can remember this, and sometimes I'll see a tweet that'll remind me. You like my yeah. radio may put it out there. You may reshare it, whatever. But okay, let me put it on, and I'll I'll see like at maybe nine o'clock. Let me flip it on and see what's going on. Catch the second half. Yeah, I might shoot you a courtesy skip text. Do that. I, no, I'd appreciate it. And if, if I'm I home, I will do. It. But I, I I can see myself forgetting about it. Definitely, it's not that important. I was thinking we. I kind of mention it every. I forget about it and then remember it every day. Yeah. So by the time Saturday rolls around, I probably will have forgotten about it. Again. Yeah. So it's a novelty, I yeah. think, but it's not appointment TV. No, it's background if you're home and you got nothing else to watch. And there's not a lot on TV nowadays. There will think about it. There will be some pirate baseball going on uh, on Saturday, but that will be an early start time coming up to wrap up their series because they begin tonight. Troy D. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. That is basically Easter weekend. That is basically the Sunday game on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So uh, Ryder Giles on the mound tonight for the Pirates. Kids got to do it all. He does, and what a story he's been this year mm-hmm. for East Carolina. He's not going to be stressed out. No, he is one of the most laid-back dudes you can find. He's uh, he's not in the anger management room. <laughs> no, no, you will not find in him fact, there. we should ask him what uh, – remind me, Chandler, on Monday to ask him, what What do you get angry about, Ryder? What, what grinds your gears? Yeah. Because I'd like to know. Yeah, I'm gonna like ask it. every player that on Monday. That's uh, our yeah. go-to question. Yeah, I forgot. And, uh, I, I know uh, you also forgot to ask your Easter candy question. Okay, what, I have a question. What is your favorite Easter candy? I got a question from last week. I want to ask you, Troy, that I didn't ask. So we got a we got a lot of questions. Uh-huh. Uh, Easter candy. Is it only like Easter centric, or can it be like a Snickers bar? Well, I, that would be regular candy. Right. I, I get, that's a what tough. is Easter candy? I know. Well, obviously jelly beans. If you talk to Ellerby, you got the <laughs> you got the chocolate bunnies. You've you, got you've got the Cadbury cream eggs. Yeah. See, I used to love those as a kid, but as I've gotten older and I'm trying to eat better, I start looking at God. You know how many grams of sugar in this thing? It's like a sugar bomb. I was never into and those. It's, really. it's the chocolate with the nutmeg in the middle. And now the thought of those just makes me sick. Yeah, and but I used got, to love those, but I've changed those as I've gotten older. You, you got, got like the puffy thing? Is that what the peeps, peeps are? Those, those are gross. Little puffy. That's like eating. I don't like, like any a stale of that marshmallow or something. I don't like any of that stuff. Some of the chocolate, like the little chocolate eggs, can be good depending on who. Yeah, you know, the little Cadbury eggs. Those every with the crispy coating on it. Every uh, chocolate bunny I've had, the chocolate just tastes weird. 
yeah it's like hollow regular. in the center yeah and then it makes a mess they're almost more for show or whatever yeah. Than, yeah than eating so i don't i don't really like easter candy that's yeah. what i'm coming to the conclusion of what's your favorite candy then um Bless oh you. i love um which i was told these were going they were going to stop making them i don't know how true that is but mike and ike red rages it's all the red flavors of mike and ike's huh. my favorite candy favorite candy bar would probably still be uh the old snickers all right my favorite easter candy are the uh robin eggs now what oh so those are like kind of uh they're they're, if you know what a whopper is yep yeah i do like i kind of like those now that I yeah i like and this is kind of like you you can't find them everywhere i've found them at the dollar store before the snow caps they're the little chocolate kind of hershey's kisses but they're dark chocolate with the white things on them I know you know what you're talking, talking about, the about dots. I don't know what they call those things. Yeah, but man, I don't know. Sometimes I'll get like those are really good. I like uh, that and a popcorn combination in a movie theater. It's a good combo. I still like a gummy bear every now and then. Really, still do. Hmm. Can't grow out of it. See, I don't do gummy. But I have a uh, multivitamin that I take, and it's like a gummy bear, but it's good for you. An adult so get, gummy bear. It's almost like that. So I feel like I don't need to get a gummy bear because I'm already taking a multivitamin that is a gummy bear Chandler, what kind of gummies but do it's you a eat? square not a bear cbd cbd hey by the way all these candies that we mentioned can only be found once a year <laughs> and, and, get them while clip, you can folks i'm guilty of getting sidetracked uh i took you on that ride so now i'm going to take you back to ask your original question which is how this started you wanted to ask me something yeah last week. i forgot to ask you your uh, master's dinner question Oh, my, if I won the Masters, what do I be serving? You got to put together year? a whole meal and a dessert. And I, we need to take a break. Okay. Can we let that Marinate? linger through the break? Yeah. yeah. Cliffhanger. Wow. Put your food in the crock pot. Yeah. And let it sit there. Do you know how many people are now like in their driveway going, yeah. damn it, now I can't go in the house? Or now you have a reason not to go in the house. You could be giving somebody a great dinner idea tonight. Yes. I'll have my Masters eating. dinner on the other side of this break clip. All right. We'll be back with you, Pirate Radio Live, after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultation is available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. All righty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday clip rock troy d thanks to brett from soap dogs for joining us earlier in the show also had a great chat with donnie kirkpatrick if you missed that to wrap up the spring earlier in the show and uh coach appreciate you joining us today on the show well i usually don't talk to ugly people but i guess i'll talk to you (laughs) uh donnie went uh troy 25 minutes which for him pretty short 
that's just, yeah that's short a, interview he must have had somewhere he had to go <laughs> i guess so yeah. he was in a hurry it was short-winded i uh, had a lot of great things to say about holden Aylers, but also <clears throat> mason garcia troy d as yeah. we start to look we still got plenty of games with holton hopefully 12 and a few more than that when uh, i if, i don't know if you played donnie's interview that we did uh back yet on spring day yes or spring game yep, yep. i asked him the math because i'm so confused all right, on all yeah. these things and he said according to he's offense coordinator and he would know that's why i was asking that uh mason garcia will have three years after this season yeah so yeah he said four, four total year. three after so, this yeah. you know, which is crazy because which, so which is great for him so basically holton will finish out with hopefully a spectacular senior year and then the torch i'm sure seems like it's going to be passed to mason garcia yeah and if so if he's as good as advertised that i'm hearing that'll be three full seasons with mason garcia right which would be fantastic and all and three seasons for him to learn from whole nailers learn correct offense yeah and credit to mason garcia too because i feel like a lot of guys would have ran out of patience and transferred elsewhere we were pretty i mean we were about concerned but we thought that was certainly a possibility but he he stayed the course and now he's looking to be past the torch by holt nailers and be that next guy at quarterback and i think he'll be rewarded for that you know i really do I, i think he is uh going to have a bright future here and just continues to to grow and develop but i think it's good that they haven't rushed things with uh, also troy it sounded like everybody enjoyed steak and nobody got beanie weenies which is after the top remember what i said monday i said everybody should get steak and yeah. you guys mocked me for that you're like you're getting so soft well soft troy i mean soft yeah. troy <laughs> i i say everybody gets steak everybody worked hard this spring let them eat steak let them eat steak. Even if it's a tie? 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 Hi. Tie? No. No. Hi. Tie? Maybe, was he trying to say hi? <laughs> that is still just very strange. Tie? 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 All right. Tie? Hi. Tie. Yeah. That is uh, Gully and I gotta and go Raja. back and look at the video of this thing, too. Yeah. Because I swear he was, like, leaning around. Tie? It was uh, a glitch in the Matrix out at... Uh, that's at practice the other day. So I don't know if I picked up on that because I was there live and it didn't register with me. But now that I hear it, it it's does sound very weird. It sounds moronic. <laughs> it's, it's two humans just hit, like interacting. Hit it, hit it one more time, Shirley. Yeah. Ty? Hi. Ty? <laughs> Fish got your tongue. <laughs> right. I almost, almost leaves you wanting more. Like, what did he say? Yeah, okay. Did, you know, what, what, what did he say? Fine. Tell us about the game that was a today. Finally, ask a question. No, I think Rajay got what he was saying oh. and was like, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. So at first, I thought that the pause, the awkward pause, and the p- awkward high by Rajay was the funniest thing. Now I think it's that. <laughs> Gully said tie twice yeah. in the same tone. Like Troy said, after that, you probably just go like, so do you, was it a tie? But, he but no, tie? he stuck to his guns. Yeah. Just repeated. It would have been even better if Rajay came back with another high. Right. And then and he just go tie one more time. Like a tennis match. High? Play tie. one more time, Shirley. Tie? Right. High? Ty? <laughs> he was like, he's like, no, I'm sticking to it. He could have said hi again. He would have been like, Ty. It could have been gone. It could have gone on for five minutes. Sand. I'm not backing down. Ty. Hi. Ty? That could have gone for five minutes. He would have been like, Ty. Ty? Who's hi. on first? Ty? What's on second? Uh, all right, Troy. Your Masters Championship meal. Uh, I'm gonna go with kind of my favorite meal. It's healthy. It's good. If you get the right piece and it's cooked just right, it's fantastic. It tastes like steak. It's tuna. So I'm going to get the freshest tuna 
that we can find, like right off the boat, the best grade. I'm going to have it thick cut, you know, like a, where it's steak, not the thin little, right. you know, kind of BS little appetizer that's, I'm talking like steak cut of tuna. Uh, cook to order because some people like it rare. Some people like it medium. It will be up to you how you want it cooked. I will add with that the finest jumbo shrimp we can find mm. with that. Shrimply delicious. And why not go Shrimply full delicious. surf and turf? Add a petite filet because you don't want to get obnoxious with a huge piece of steak, but a nice seven, eight ounce filet, maybe six if you had to. Mm. But just the prime, the best cut of filet that we can get. So it would be surf and turf. Tuna, jumbo shrimp, and filet. Man, I'm in. And then probably uh, probably dessert. a side of uh, twice-baked potatoes, individual portions that crisp up, get brown really nice on the top. You're speaking my language. Uh, and desserts. I'm going to have to go with what I got on down on Main Street yesterday at lunch. They had this, re- this peanut butter pie which comes in a little uh, medallion, if you will, with an Oreo cookie crust at the bottom, peanut butter consistency in the middle, and then Reese's crumbled on top, drizzled with the finest chocolate. It was amazing. It was one of the best desserts I've ever had. That is available now at Down on Main Street with our friends in Washington. And, uh, you know, honestly, I could almost fulfill this whole meal there. Because they do, they <laughs> Maybe do have you should tuna. just go there and eat them. They do have tuna. I don't know if they have filet. They probably do have filet on occasion. No. I know they have shrimp. Yeah, it's not your champions dinner is not at Augusta. You make everybody come to Washington, <laughs> yeah. North Carolina. Go to down on Main Street. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Actually. Awesome. So that All would right. be my meal, and now I'm hungry, and I'd like to have that tonight. Let's get out of here. I'm starving now. Troy, I uh, enjoyed it. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Happy Easter, everybody. Have a safe and happy holiday, and I'll see you guys Monday. And we'll be back with you three o'clock on Friday. For Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, Content Junkie, Troy D. I'm Clip Rock. So Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.